Hey, this is uh, magic artist Eric Deschamps, and you're listening to Seven Land Hand. That's Seven Land Hand! <laughs> Brought to you worldwide by Good Games. Misdirection is essential in stage magic. When addressing Magic Online's problems, here's MTG the RPG. <laughs> That's right, cast off your blue hoodie and prepare to don, well, the blue hoodie of your least favorite planeswalkers. In other news, the cores are back. We discuss if I never loved you anyway is still their best. And why Jim was the only one who'd come on our show today. <laughs> we turned him down. This is Sevenland Hand. Go on, go on, go on, leave me breathless. That's the oh, best breathless. one. Breathless, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, was, I read about Breathless, but mm. anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, there's so much news there futuristic. It's Aaron Bone Picker Graham. Yeah, it gets, gets itchy sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Kai, devoted crop mate, Griffiths. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm very well cultured, actually. Uh, I don't think I, uh, I... Yeah. Welcome aboard, anyway. How's, how's your uh, geeky Bonjour. months been? There's, but, but there's so much news today. We've got about so eight hours news. of podcasts got, to cram into so five. So much damn news. It is, we're in the middle of Magic Announcement Week. Yeah. Does it, how often does Magic Announcement Week well, happen? Well, they, they said they were going to do announce, Announcement Day once every six months. And, it was, and it's generally to... It's about six months until the next big set comes out. Right, yeah. So around this time or last year was when we first heard of Kaladesh. Okay. Um, but they have so much stuff going on um, because it's a 25-year anniversary of Magic as well. Yeah, 15th oh, of Magic Online. Of Magic Online. Well. God, yeah. more news. I, I didn't read that There's news. so, so much, much news. I'm, I'm even... wondering, though, if they've got a penchant for, like, pissing in the wind because it's E3. So, like... I know, like a lot of the audience are looking the other way (laughs) while they ban a card that probably shouldn't have been made the way it was. Who who wants to play standard? Everyone's like, oh, Zelda DLC. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) By Um, the way, uh, your Marvel later work deck doesn't work anymore. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, friends. Um, Yeah, A3's going on. New, I've been playing my Switch quite a bit. Uh, Jam in the Mario. I don't think anyone cares about that still. Um, We didn't care about that when you brought that up. E3, though. They've announced two titles that people care about. Two titles. Two more titles. But both of them Metro titles. (laughs) (laughs) And they're coming out in 2019. No, one of them was the. DLC. One of them's coming out in the all- Zelda DLC. Uh, no, that was the next one. Sure. No, no, the, the other, the next one. Oh, the next one. Out. So the main title so far is Zelda, and then the second title that's coming out is Zelda Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Metro. They're actually doing a, a full-on Metroid game, and they're doing a full Pokemon RPG game for the Switch as well. Oh, cool! And yeah. they've just announced that in the new Mario game, that hat with the eyes. If you throw the hat on something, then you control the thing, yeah. and it's like now you are a frog because you put a hat on the frog. It's weird that they also announced that there's another Kirby game coming out. That's Kirby shtick, like eating something and gaining its powers. We no, but that's not. like so, Mario's putting his hat on them and then becoming them. That's different. As opposed to eating them and absorbing. Yeah, he doesn't their gain powers. their powers. He fully oh. like possesses oh, Mar- them. Oh, he possesses them. So Mario is the devil. Yeah, <laughs> is the conclusion we can take. What's away it called? From this is Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm actually pretty excited. Starting to pick up, but I, we, no one cares about Mario anymore. Surely, how can how can this be? Oh. It's not. <laughs> You are hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. um, I played. Um, oh, no, I've mentioned that on this podcast too many times. Uh, one Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I saw Wonder Woman in. Oh, I got just got back in the Philippines. Well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that subject. But I watched Wonder Woman when I was over there. It was on, good in a Filipino prison. Yeah, I'm I, like I'm really worried that it's one of those countries where you're watching it and you're like, did they trim this for content oh, really? to make it? Hmm. To make it PG, for there was, thing. There was the, huge sex scenes in that movie, oh, which surprised me. All yeah. the Amazons, all of the Amazons, crazy days. That crazy, the, the the perfect world of 
Femiscira. Femiscira. Could not have been more perfect. Tell you, and you missed out on that. Was, oh, what did you What did you think of it? Uh, well, look, my my one takeaway. I, I watched it with my six at the time year old daughter next to me. She's now seven. Had a birthday. Um, uh, and so I, I saw the movie through her eyes, and she uh, legit claims that she she thinks I, I am the, the chosen one. I think I am Wonder Woman. Legit. Oh, she is. Yeah, she yeah. thinks she is. So I sort of saw it through her eyes as well, which made it a million times better. However, uh, I, I thought I really enjoyed it. Every time it. you give her a, like a, a rousing speech to like improve her yes, her confidence yeah. at school or something, she's like, "Oh no, I'm the, I just because I'm the son of a god and you're not my real dad." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, daughter of a god. My big, my this thing. Is one feminism. great point in <laughs> about Wonder Woman is how good Gal Gadot, I believe it's Doe, yeah. Gal Gadot is. And if if you ever want to test that, see the movie and then imagine anybody else that we know being cast in I that role. I cannot imagine anyone else pulling it off. I've heard her generally referred to as a bit of a plank of wood, though. No, no like she's got like um, three facial expressions. She's, no, she's no, no, no. If, any, if anything, I, I was being overly critical uh, during it. She mm. had two reactions to everything. Like something happened and she would react and then she would react with another face. So not plank of wood. And she's charming. Mm. That's true. Is it plank of wood? It's too- yeah, yeah, it's oh, two, yeah, so two sides of Pangawood. I know, but there was many scenes where she face, 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 face. Uh, um, she was, um, she was both extremely strong and uh, and endearing, like, yeah. and um, it's like a fine line to tread, and I, I really. I really liked it. Quite yeah, because you can't go overly butch with it, and you can't go overly feminist with it. Yeah, it, it was actually it, like a real... Go... Like, in terms of <laughs> casting, I think they did a fantastic job. And, and in the end, that. it's like, I haven't seen it, but like I've heard great things from a number of my lesbian friends oh, who are yeah. like, oh, Zena, in the bin. <laughs> Get <laughs> yeah. out of here. Fantastic. Now, if you, if you want to know exactly what happens, tune into I think, the last podcast where I took a stab at it, and I think I nailed it. You guessed the whole I had thing. a big rant. I had, I a, big, was, I had I was, about a three-minute rant. And as a history buff, I'm infuriated to hear that. So I can't spoil it for Aaron now because he's saying it. it. Ludendorff is a superhumanly uh, yeah. strong, crazy guy. Oh, Ludendorff was a mustachioed, like, borderline, <laughs> decrepit old man what? during World War One. Which one's if this? You, is that the, the guy? The, the, Ludendorff was high commander of the German the forces. The herring who was red. Who's yeah, he's an, and he's actually Ares's minion or something. Oh, um, that guy. Um, no, no, it's not. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. You can't, you can't slag it like off. It's it pretty had good. A, uh, last thing on this. Oh, yeah, um, okay. Is, I've got one um, thing to add. As I, I haven't watched any of the other DC movies more than once. Yes. Uh, and yes. this one I would watch again. Yeah, absolutely. And I would watch it another time after that at least. Yeah. Because it had uh, enough It had enough depth to it. It wasn't dumb. There, there were a few things that made me... Uh, Snarkily, like because movie this thing happened because movie and because like you see a man naked, you got to make a vague penis joke because it's like I was all up for I was was getting really touchy (laughs) about all who's never like met a man or whatever. She's sort of naked, but but that scene scene where that literally happened, apart from the yelling, was handled really badly. And I was like, oh, you didn't need to do this. Literally, and, and it's like a, got a female director and it's got all this fantastic she's scripting supposed to be worldly. She th- you think she'd just be like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's a thing. And that's how she's later on when she's talking about the 12 volumes of lovemaking. Yeah, yeah. Right? So um, like, no, just but it's just that initial scene. I was just like, oh, you could have handled this like with a bit more I was aplomb. nervous the whole way. Know. That's probably why I ruined it for myself. I was nervous the whole way through that they were going to uh, have her, you know, fall over and be all in love with the guy and just go into those, you know, movie, female have, movie tropes. But it didn't really go there. It, had, I was like, it had a little bit of the element of 
him explaining literally everything to her so she would be useless if he wasn't around but but nowhere near as bad mm. no it wasn't even bad no it like, wasn't bad uh, at yeah, all, no right? it wasn't bad no it was it was cool and he, he that his character has to have a role you know he has, has to do something of course, yeah. but but, yeah. but i'm i'm a little <clears> worried about uh, like i said i went in worried and the whole movie I was just like Mm, I know that's how I was like oh. you're like watching too hard yeah watching too hard and just being yeah. like you better not and this when that Peter's joke happened I was like ah, that's it it's <laughs> but it was that's it exactly was how I watched it and I reckon yeah. I probably ruined it a little bit in that sense yeah. and it, so I think the second time through it's, it's an important it's an important movie yeah Dawn from The Office was really good she was really great yeah actually, I actually it, it, it spoiled it I was, I was going to my daughter I was going this is great because finally instead of it being Batman Spider-Man or anything ending in man it's Wonder Woman and she goes, but that ends in man as well. <laughs> I was like, mm. Wonder Woo. Do you want to know the historical origin of that? <laughs> no, no, I don't think we do. <laughs> uh, oh, my last point on Wonder Woman no, no. is uh, I, loved, I loved Gal so much, Jamie will undoubtedly hate her. Everything you love, he hates? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It yeah. seems like it's pretty black and white like that. Like, well, hopefully he hasn't added on to that, the fact that she's like, woo, Israeli Defense Force, show them Palestinians what's what. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear! Yeah, she seems <clears throat> really? to be a pretty public Zionist. So, oh, interesting. as far as celebrities having a say on the Israeli thing, and as an Israeli, she and she served in the military. Like she declined combat service, uh, as everyone does in Israel. It's compulsory service, but she's apparently done some tweets that are like, "Yeah, woo, go RDF." Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that either. <laughs> I saw I saw her in an advert once where she was they were saying how do we, or a movie and they said how do we get to the building and she goes oh I'll just take this towel off and walk up there and she does that and that was pretty much the scene. And it was that that was something to do with Palestine, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm. And it was good. It was intriguing. I've I forgot the the, That's um, what the political intrigue <laughs> I'm involved not make in that. Yeah, anyway, uh, other weekend <laughs> geek news before Kai gets cross at us. Uh, no, I'm not cross. I was just trying to think of if I had any major weekend geek. I mean, it was the Overwatch anniversary, so I've been grinding uh, loot boxes on that pretty hard. Got pretty, everything pretty much I was really happy for. But um, it's anything I can really think of to talk about is around E3, uh, or I have to say for well, my 40, 40 seconds Bethesda. of fun, you haven't lady. shut up about... Oh, my God! Yeah. New Wolfenstein! There you go. You know, we've got so, you on... <laughs> jetzt kommt ein neuer Wolfenstein-Spieler und es sieht ganz cool aus. Oh, I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. me too. You said it got itchy. Including, mm-hmm. including yeah. something in the trailer that I will show to you guys in between segments, maybe, where it looks like BJ's head's been put on a new body. Not BJ! Oh. No. Oh. They did have BJ's in Wolfenstein. Yeah. Whoa. He's been in all of them. There's What's been, the a, there's been at least one BJ in every thing. Wolfenstein game. R18. That's it like why a, Travis was so oh, excited right. about it. So it's like a prison drama. Is it concerned? Sensual BJ, or is he? Uh, not for the Nazis. Okay. <laughs> what about putting, getting, getting head from another body? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There must be a joke like that oh, in there. Dear. I think we've been making them. Yeah. Um, oh well, look, no I BJ had, jokes. I had, I had an update. Maybe this is this is uh, preempting the uh, rest of it. I had an update and strategy and information regarding Jules Newells. That's Jules Newells. That's Magic Jewels on the Xbox console and PlayStation or whatever. Mm. But you tell me they're going to can it. Well, we'll get to that later. I oh, we'll is just, it, are we going to get back to have, that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's big. It's big. All right. All big right. Problem. That goes with well, some I won't, news. I won't, um, I won't say anything about it then. All right. Well, it's probably best that we yeah, cut, shut up. cut this yeah, all yeah, short. Yeah. Cause we've got, we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Oh, I would like to... Uh, the trip inside my mind that I had earlier on, which I thought I'll save it for the pod, LSD. Driving through Midland today. That's in WA. <laughs> on, on LSD. On a, having a trip driving oh, through God. Midland, eh? Yeah. yeah. And I saw, I saw a sign and it said... Uh, it spoke to me. 20% off laptops, which I kind of 
read as lap dancers. And in my, in my head, I thought, that's, I didn't know strippers like gave discounts. And I, that, and I had that oh, thought. And oh. I thought, okay, that's interesting. Then I drove further down, got into Gil, Guildford. And there was this, this, is, this happened all in one trip. <laughs> and it said, <laughs> it said 40 minute facial. And I thought, I can't hold my breath that long. <laughs> I thought, what's this? Is this just me, or is the world conspiring just to mess with me to today? To make sexual jokes about everything, yeah. Mm. But <laughs> forty-minute facial. Twenty percent of laptops, forty-minute facial. Yeah, I oh, imagine that all in one shop. <laughs> I, I can. I've been there. Okay. Anyway, all right. We'll just. Well, block. you've just sure. been to the Philippines, so <laughs> I'm not gonna. No, I didn't make that joke. I take, I take it back. <laughs> Well, everyone's obsessed with all the debaucherous activities uh, in the Philippines. Yeah, well, we it's, saw the photos. A, a friend of mine, so the friend of mine who's Filipino, you met at my party. Like, she'd be very sad. Oh, uh, I think. Oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll stop right there then. Every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer and a chance to win the board game we review this month. Isle of Sky is our game of the month in June. And while stocks last, Good Games are giving Seven Land Hand listeners ten percent off. Did I say that right? Seven Land Hand listeners. Yeah, uh, Isle of Sky. <laughs> is this bad? Maybe. All, <laughs> all you have to do is Highland Dance. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say dance, and I was worried. You about You have the ruined accent. my my accent. We should start this over again because if this is actually an advert, it is an advert. Well, it's, yeah, well, it isn't now. Oh, it is because it's anyway. All all you have to do is Highland Dance your way into your local Good Games store. And say this month's password. This fell out of the sky for, for all of June. June. This fell out of the sky. Oh, okay, you this fell the, out of the sky again. You were the password. It went guy. back up and came back down. Our, our listeners have questions. They're a little something like this. For the listener questions. That was a long version of the listener questions theme tune. Uh, we're kicking off with uh, Mo Toussignon. Yeah, not approval from the guys. What, Toussignet? Uh, <laughs> Mo's asked, uh, what keeps people playing magic year after year after year after year? He didn't say that many years. Uh, how do people not get bored playing the same game over and over again? This is a really interesting question. And it, I don't... Magic... Um, uh, exists in this really weird space for me in that they, I, I believe in the design, like the game design as as like many thousands of different games. And it just happens to be within the same rule set. It's just kind of like you have uh, some constrictions, which is like the mana costs and the one land a turn thing. Mm. But you can do so much with all those different things that it is like you're playing a different game every single time you play. So my, my favorite way to play Magic is draft. And every single time I sit down and draft, I will draft a pile of cards I've never played with before. I'll play against decks I've never played against before. And that's just one different way of playing Magic. But are they playing, like, even though the mechanics change, are they essentially, well, some of them, are they get, playing essentially the same game? Because when you, like, have energy come in, for example, yeah. it still all balances out with the same power and toughness which it boils yeah, down to, uh-huh. to if you're going to club each other. Yeah, so, the so d- the is, different games, stuff like milling the other person out and stuff, that's kind of a bit weird. Well, well not, countering not, not really somebody. to me. Like, like, an aggressive draft format will feel very different for six months. So it's like I'm playing this weird... So, say, Armageddon is very aggressive. Yeah. I'm playing in this world where aggressive decks are the best thing to be doing. And I don't love it, but mm. I still enjoy 
magic. So I'm playing in this world of aggressive decks. And when I'm playing standard at the same time, I'm playing this world where Aetherworks Marvel has this big target on its head or whatever. Used to. So it, it, yeah, it's, it's got this kind Someone of... Someone hit that target. It, yeah, they hit it good. With a big, big old hammer. Yeah. I have taken one big break from magic and it was when I was just not feeling mm. it. I wasn't enjoying where the design space was in Battle for Zendikar and then Oath of the Gate, which I'm still playing some amount of magic because I, I work at a, at a store where we sell it and, and it's kind of part of the, the thing. And you, and you went to the Manila Pro Tour with buys. Yeah. Well, not well, Pro, Pro, Pro Tour well, like, Yeah. But <laughs> so that's that was me coming... Playing. Like when Kaladesh came out, out, it was about a year I hadn't been playing super solidly. Yeah. Um, and then when I came back in Kaladesh, I like did oh, really Kaladesh well at, good, um, no. at KL. Mm. And then I, I've kind of reinvigorated my, my thing for it. But yeah. I think for you to enjoy it year to year to year to year, year after year after year after year, you really have to enjoy uh, the, the full experience of it because you can't love an aggressive draft format as opposed to a slow draft format as opposed to a mid-range one and then enjoy playing standard and then enjoy playing commander if you don't enjoy the core thing of it. Which I think is, there's, a, there's definitely a joy in like learning how a new deck... You know, like even after years, you could sort of get the new vibe of, you know, like a... Mm. Like, yeah, like a mill deck. You're like, oh, I've never yeah. played one of those before. I'm going to try that approach. Or, Do you know what it's like? It's kind of like, um, like watching, watching comedy movies. Yeah. If you don't like comedy movies in the first place, you're not going to keep watching comedy movies. But... You watch a comedy movie, you're, you're watching a movie that you've kind of seen before, but you can still enjoy this new one because it is a different flavor of comedy movie. They'll do something slightly Now, that gets me to my actual answer as to mm-hmm. why I think I like play Magic year after year is because I like somehow the... the well, A, it's the artwork. How, how something looks will always get me on board. Like, the difference between me enjoying a board game or not enjoying a board game sometimes is just... This one's just pretty. <laughs> and I like sitting down with all the components and yeah. messing around with them for a few hours. Mm. Magic always has amazing artwork. Yeah. Sometimes I can get into, the, like, I'm right into Innistrad and all that sort of stuff and Dark Ascension, those kind of worlds. And even, like, you know, the big powerful angel kind of approach, you know, coming coming in there and them biffing it out, demons and angels, oh, that sounds good, you know. Um, so I can get into it. I don't haven't enjoyed any of their stories. I know you keep saying that people are, and I've read that this week as well, more, more than people are ever more than ever people are reading their fiction mm. which is garbage and we've touched on that well not touched on have it we've ever, clubbed that have we spoken about it yeah the <laughs> I think well slightly more than touched on it as, as yeah we've groped every inch of it <laughs> yeah. with hatred yeah no um, grasp of so it's, it's not that that's dragging me in I feel like that's a massive untapped uh, thing that they've got there just to, yeah I know I know I'd love to get my teeth into that honestly I would um, and I think that's and that's what it's about. It's the themes and the flavor that I keep getting into. Mm. And even when you and even when you um, have things like uh, Kaladesh, I wasn't really into Indian marketplaces and machinery. But then the set came out, and oh, I was. Yeah. And the same thing with I'm not really never been a real, really big into Egyptian stuff, but I get into and I actually I don't actually feel that in mm. Armand Cat. It's not that strongly flavored. Yeah, I mean, they've I got that zombies that are mummies wrapped up but it's not like it's full on like if i was egyptian right now i'd be going they fucking missed <laughs> well, yeah like I, I think they've, they've they took a weird approach to to this one mm. which was like in innistrad it's kind of like everything is like a horror trope yeah like love it e- everything was built like it's technically top down but it feels like it was built from the ground up to be like yeah how does this card fit in this world whereas an arm and they're just like 
What's Egypt have mummies? All right, so they're like zombies. Uh, I guess we'll just do like a zombie tribal thing. Mm. It's not like mummies are really interesting. And you know, I'm, I'm just trying to look at like what have we got there? Uh, Eldrazi. That's Zendikar, isn't it? Theros. Uh, no, no. Well, yeah. See, Theros was good, wasn't it? That was all I like sort the of theme Greek, of, like Roman I, and Greek mythology kind of stuff. That kind of worked. I, I think just on that note, like before we stray really far from the question, they yeah. missed some really ripe opportunities. I think if they wanted to dig into Egyptian mythology and stuff like that, there's a huge <clears throat> bunch of stuff they could have got into, like beliefs around like when you die, that there's a part of your soul that stays in your body called the ba and part that leaves called the ka. So you could have had this crazy like two-part creature thing that's like, oh, when it dies, like it leaves a piece of itself behind mm. or like, yeah. something like that. And there's kind of we mechanics that are close enough to that already, like enchantment creatures. Hour and... of Devastation. Oh, cool. Ooh. There's a new mechanic that is speculated to be that. Well, yeah, and there's stuff like Osiris was cut into pieces in Egyptian mythology and put back together and, and like stuff Exodia. like that. Uh, well, yeah, and I mean, so we could have had some assembly. Uh, like a hydra. boss, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, Cut off the head of the Hydra, all of a sudden you've got seven, seven serpent hydras? head yeah. monsters. But I mean, they could have. I, f- I feel like there's a lot more that could have been mined. Mm. And like, but you were saying that you are feeling a little of the magic fatigue, which is you've been kind of following it mm. as as a as a big thing to because it's a huge thing to follow. Even just thinking about all the announcements that they're making this week, I'm still wrapping my head around them, and I feel like I'm pretty. It's oh, one yeah. of my only like. I'm out of time. Hobbies, I'm right? like alt tabbing between like magic announcements and E3 announcements. So I'm yeah. all gone for time. Well, I was don't don't say panic, for... listener. We're going to cover them all in the next eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> all I was going to say for me is that like, and I've been playing a much shorter game, than, much shorter time than both of you guys, and and definitely not probably not playing as intensely just through. I don't believe I've ever time. played intensely except for in Theros. That was yeah. the only time I really. Mm. I mean, just in a general sense, like a mm. time poor. My close circle of friends only has a few people that play magic and stuff like that. But um, for me, well, it's not to say you aren't in my close circle. Of friends is like the no, yeah, no, 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 you know, like you we get different you groups mean. of people. No, and anyway. I was insulting, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's all right, you'd be insulted. Um, oh, you'll die soon, so anyway. I, you're I, old. Knew, um, I knew it, I knew it, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I fucking knew it. anyway, you're old, anyway. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's been like just having people to talk about it and just like even like, accepting that you are gonna go off of it every now and then because yeah. I think some people. I think yeah. really run themselves like uh, not to flog the horse even further, but I see this a lot with 40k people lately, like <laughs> or people just are like, oh, I'm just quitting this whole hobby. I just I've gone off of a bit, t- selling all my equipment, selling yeah. all my paint, selling but all my models. That's models, always a mistake. Um, you do stuff that. like that, and, and I'm just like, no, I think you've got to accept that you've got to go off of it for a bit. That stuff's going to be on the shelf for a few months, yeah. but then like. Yeah, like, I'm thinking Ixalan, like, in my head. And it, the thing is, this will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm going to start thinking, man, I bet there's going to be cool shit in Ixalan that I'm going to be excited for. It's going to make me excited for yeah. it. And I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, like, when I have some more time and stuff, like, I want to play more draft. I got sick of playing. Uh, playing standard was a, a yeah. bad idea, I think. It just mm-hmm. was not not in it for me. And I, I have personal reasons about how I feel playing games in front of other people and that, that I'm not friends with and stuff like that. But, um things like that and it's like oh I could play draft it's shorter it's more casual everyone's kind of playing uphill mm-hmm. it's one of those terrible things why after two years I still play rookie is because my skill level just is that I know heaps of shit but I can't apply it mm-hmm. for some reason there's just I don't know I've got a learning disability he was telling me magic. I could still play rookie now I'm that bad yeah. <laughs> it's a feeling in your belly yeah. and like uh, I just panic. I can't even at, <laughs> panic. even at like pre-release events and stuff like that there are guys that are just making these just machine absolute beat down machines of decks out of pre-releases and stuff like that and it's like I made the joke to you I was like I don't come to pre-release to win anything. I come to yeah. get some cards in a neat box. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and hopefully the fun. life counters are pretty. So this oh, is, my God. This is, um, like, maybe to sum up, because we got this yeah. one of five. But this is 
A very, There's a very, whole very show in what Kai's just touched on, though, about oh, the sitting down in front of someone you don't know and playing. I still can't get my head totally. around losing. I've tried on duels, even, like just like losing and just going, this is okay, because I'm just getting used to the fact that I've lost. Next mm-hmm. game. And it's, and it's just weird. It's I think it's why it's yeah. so okay with Gwent, is because I'm, it may as well have been the computer. It, it's because it's another, it's another person somewhere else, but it may as well have been a computer. Whereas I feel like when I'm face-to-face, <clears> I desperately feel like I've... Dishonored myself or <laughs> yeah. or humiliated myself by feeling, like yeah. I've put in this really unintelligent, foolish performance in front of someone, mm-hmm. yeah. and it feels like I've taken off my pants and crapped myself a bit, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. kind of and thing. The, and it's so like, uh, so I attack you for lethal on board, and you're like, oh, oh I'm so dumb, I shit my pants. Oh, that's exactly that's exactly it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like considering literally doing that in front of uh, <laughs> Talia Heretic Cathar, which was great. Well, Mo, yeah. that's where we wanted to get to. Was Aaron uh, imitating himself, shitting his pants? So we <laughs> oh, can sorry. move on to. The, 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 oh, you got yeah. I, I do. I do have a, a, a sum up, which is that um, to to me, it's many, many, many different things. And now, even if I wasn't playing Magic, I'd still be friends with a lot of people that play Magic. And it's a heck of a thing to talk about. Like, mm. even if I'm not, even if I don't play Magic for a month, which accidentally happens sometimes when I'm just going to work talking about magic, thinking about magic, reading about magic, and I just don't play a tournament or don't play magic online for a month. <laughs> Shit, it's September. I haven't played. Like, yeah, it's, that actually happens sometimes, yeah. but it still feels like I'm in the hobby and I'm enjoying being a magic yeah, player. Yeah, because you're in the headspace, you're in the, in the community yeah. of it, and you're thinking about what and you the listen to a And you listen to the podcast because it's in your podcast feed. And even if you're not playing at that moment, it's mm. still an amazing hobby that's constantly evolving and moving and shifting and... That's that's why it's it's not the same game to me every time I play it. No. It's, it's it's fun to hear about a little mechanic or a little combo and you go, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'd like to try Even to pull that off. Your br- like yeah. giving your brain a little riddle to chew on. I think that's similar. I won't add on much, but it's similar to so much stuff. Not many people spend every weekend playing AFL, every weekend playing the whole lot of Overwatch. They look at fan art and they enjoy jokes mm. and they go on the Reddit and they see funny pictures and... I've I've read all the subscriptions. I've stuff. read and watched more about Overwatch than I have played it yeah. by far, by yeah. far. Easy. <coughs> John Horwood, uh, preempting what we're going to talk about a bit later on, with the ban of Marvel, will we just go back to Gideon beats? Stupid Gideon. Yeah, like, he didn't say stupid Gideon, by the way. Stupid Gideon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like if the if the pillars of standard were Gideon and Heart of Kieran decks, blue red control and Marvel. Gideon, such a, he's he's so obnoxious, like, (laughs) like as as far as a card can be obnoxious, but not over, not like too strong, but you just need to, like, it's like that, it's like that guy at the office who's not overtly an asshole, but you just hate him. You just don't like him. The way he talks and the way he walks. As opposed to someone who uh. actually, like gropes a member of staff and you're like that's sexual harassment you are fired which is Aetherworks Marvel in this case it's just (laughs) it's just in your face like every day oh Aetherworks Marvel no one likes you get out of here Gideon's like and you just end up in the elevator with him every day yeah but but John's asking are we just going to go back to where we were before um, Kaladesh because before Kaladesh everyone's clamouring for a Gideon ban right Mm. No, like, well... We've come a little bit further down the track. Yeah, so so there are actual, like, built-in answers to Gideon now, which is four-powered flyers and no Marvel to, like, punish you for for that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Marvel, uh, sorry, Marvel, uh, Vehicles is going to be one of the the top-tier decks now. Um, along with zombies is going to make a resurgence. Yeah. And Black Green is going to make a I know nobody likes zombies, but horror. Love it. Zombies back. Um, uh, Gideon is not so crazy in a world where... 
zombies just flood the board with two twos, three threes, four fours. Gideon doesn't doesn't matter too much because you can just you can kill him pretty quickly. Mm. And um, black green constrictor, it takes literally like white and constrictor into Rishkar. You have two four, four four power creatures on the board. If they play Gideon, you just go okay. I attack you, Gideon, with my two four power creatures. Like so, you you attack past their knight. You kill Gideon, who has four counters on him. Yeah. It's just like. There are a lot of built-in answers to Gideon that we didn't have a few months ago, so hopefully it self-corrects. And, and there's lots he's of so far down in the bin, you don't want to dig through the other trash to fish him out. Like, yeah, <laughs> like he, he he's still good when they don't have that answer immediately, and it will be annoying to play against turn four Gideon. And you're just like, oh, I didn't have the thing at the right time, and you just die. But it's not going to be just a Gideon metagame. I highly expect. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Got so uh, maybe maybe I got more ban opinions. Maybe in uh, premonitions, we might find out what it will be. Abanions? No, it's not. Mm. Uh, it's not it's pronounced Abaddon, we learn. Abaddon. <laughs> I don't pronounce it like that. Abaddon. Yeah, Abaddon. It's another name for Satan. Bryce mm. Meredith uh, death deadpooled his way in, because he's got a profile picture of Deadpool. Deadpooled his way in with another Kraken question for uh, Bryce, June. Knocking him out of the... Yeah. If the there was that an was MTG movie... Oh, he did put, he did put a MTG movie. Ugh. If there was a MTG movie, what actors, actresses would you have cast the main roles? Here's a question. What's the main roles? Uh, it's a high school student that turns into Jace. <laughs> His are, love... we, are we going to do... Yeah. So you're going... We're going to do the game Jackson watch. Jackson and the Lightning yeah, Thief. Yeah, that... What about Dak Faden? Come on. Who's... No, no, no. no, no. That, oh, you know who Dak Faden is? Who? Um, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> With his red, red right. right hand. Let's yeah. go through the gate watch then. All right. Uh, yeah. if, you know. Okay. We'll, we'll start. No. Let's do just off, off, off the top of the head. All right. Okay. Off the top of the head. Yeah. I had one for. Um, oh, what's her name? Tilda Swinton like is Ashiok the Nightmare Weaver. Not bad. That's not bad. I was going for Emma, Emma Stone as Chandra. Of course. Yeah. I hate Emma Stone. Hate Chandra. So beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah. Eva Green do Liliana. Oh, James yeah. L. Jones oh, come as on. the voice of Nicol Bolas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I Eva Green as Liliana now. I, I cast Eva Green as uh, Batman during the week. I said she can do anything. She's just... <laughs> oh, no, all right, then Gal Gadot as, uh, as uh, Liliana. No, no, no. No, she's got to be... Um, I, I reckon they would, if they did make a magic movie... Oh, no, movie, don't say what they would... Oh, yeah, tell us what they would if do. If they made a magic funny. movie, they would make Liliana black. Really? They would. That I, I, they didn't make oh, Chandra that's like, Indian, That's like did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is like, the Black Ranger is black. Yeah, but this is the kind of Hollywood shit that they would pull, right? But what happened Which to is, Indian Chandra? They totally they're didn't... Not, they, okay, like, uh, I don't know if you watch Master of None, but we are very, very far away from having Indian characters as, like, big, bend it, main... Bend it like Beckham? But, but like, in, <laughs> in mainstream bend Hollywood... Bend it like Beckham, that was, um, you know, the big star from that, don't you? Um, Kira Knightley. Kira yeah. Knightley. That's it. <laughs> She's Indian, isn't she? Oh, yeah. oh, I feel, that's what I mean. I feel oh. terrible. Don't know the other girl's name. I don't know. Her name. Exactly. Ni- anyway, um, um, but but so so Hollywood Hollywood's acceptable. So like, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey is Lilian, is what you're saying? Is that what we're, is that what we're at? Oh, no, it um, will be Zoe Saldana. Yeah, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, Zoe Saldana. It was, it was who I was thinking because of. she's like the Denzel Washington. She is the African American actor, yeah. actor yeah. woman who will be in in anything. You, yeah. You need so if you need a, an African American man, you go. Oh, what's Denzel? What's he doing? Oh, Idris what's he doing Elba. This month? Idris Elba oh, is probably taking the, that over. But now. he's British, isn't he? Is he British? He's American. Have you watched The Wire? He's like the. He does he's like the sexiest. Gang, drunk, okay. gang leader. So in the America, oh, but what if you made like Idris Elba Gideon? Because yeah. he has, he carries himself oh. like Gideon. 
Idris Elba as Gideon. That's my. That's oh, a pretty good idea. Go. Right? That's, that's a pretty good right, idea. Cool. And then we can actually have proper. Oh, and um, and the Indian woman from Bennett Lie Beckham. Her name is Parminda Nagra. Ah, oh, hello, uh, Parminda. Great job. Still, watch that. Who's movie gonna right play? There. Who's gonna play Koth of the Hammer Clan? Koth uh, von Hammer Clan. <laughs> Kai. Kai Griffiths. Yeah, I'll play. Him. <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna play Khan Liberated? Me. Oh, really? No. I'll, I'll James gra- Stone. I'd like to be. Who's Grizzle. gonna play Duretti? Scraps I'd like to be Grizzle Brand. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Grizzlebrand's not playing He's always a demon um, Isn't he but, the, but the Gatewatch Who, oh, who else do we have? Yeah. Jace Jace oh, Bellerin will get be uh, uh, Kai, Kai's Maddie As uh, Nissa. Oh yeah She could do that The is Do the elf Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually just looking at Nissa Going who would be Nissa? Uh, you, um, you're Landy from Thingy Who's going to be Tamio Moonsage D. Antford yeah, well, oh, who's yeah. the actual like? <laughs> yeah, but this is all calm and reserved. No, oh, yeah, not a man. You know, you know, you'd get Bjork to do Tamiyo. Bjork is Tamiyo. Yeah. Not a Japanese person because Tamiyo is a Japanese deity. Why not? Um, they're why Hollywood. Not? They're Hollywooding. Yes, it. you've got to have like white oh, people oh, doing oh, it. All. Okay, like so we like knowingly, Gar- yeah, because I was going to say like Rinko Kikuchi or something, like <clears> from Pacific Rim. Oh, Rinko, yeah. Who's going to play Tezzeret? Oh, Idris Elba could be Tezzeret. Oh, no, 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 I'm not no. trying to be Tezzeret. like Tezzeret. 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 He could be Tezzeret. <laughs> Who's going to be Tybalt? Dave Chappelle as Tezzeret. Oh, Dave Chappelle as Tezzeret. <laughs> Tools down. That's it. <laughs> uh, uh, i Tezzeret, bitch. <laughs> who's, uh, who's I'm gonna... from the consulate, bitch. <laughs> oh, um, you'd have to have the guy that plays... Uh, <clears throat> I've forgotten his name. He's the psychologist in Until Dawn, and he's the devil in Constantine. He can be Tybalt. Or he can... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know Peter Stormare. Mm. Uh, uh, and Jace, the biggest casting decision of them all. The awkward teenager, oh. Zac Efron. Yes, Zac Efron. <laughs> oh, who'd be Soren? Charles Dance. Charles <laughs> yes. Dance could be Soren. That's so good. That would actually We're be done. a good ass Soren. Have, have we got anyone? Sram. I know, but Peter hang Dinklage. on. Before we finish, you'd need a couple of like, uh, you know, like, like one man and one ones, wouldn't you? Like uh, token characters. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, Dinklage would play maybe. Who the fuck <laughs> is Raul Zarek? I've oh, never heard of him. He's what? the uh, he's the happy go lucky is it guy. Gatecrash. Yeah. Uh, he's the no, red dragon's base. Yeah, dragon's base. Um, red he, green. Oh, was it from Gatecrash? Nah, blue red. Blue red. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't know. Um, Raul Zarek's, oh, no, yeah, he's just a, he's just a dweeb that works for the Is It Guild so, and he's jealous of Jace. That's the end the of the story. Guy. <laughs> he's jealous yeah, of Jace. Yeah, because, and he's taller and better looking, so that fits into the whole yeah. shitty high school thing mm. about Jace. Exactly. He's the jock. Oh, I really love this question. I'm like, uh, oh, who would be Ob Nixilis? Ob um, the guy him. who played, uh, the elf, but then he was also the bad guy in one of the... 28 Days Later? No, um, Lee Pace. In a lot of oh. makeup, yeah, in a lot of makeup, yeah, yeah. Lee Pace, he just gets menacing on really well, or like Andy Serkis doing a really great um, <laughs> yeah, CGI yeah. motion <laughs> capture job. While we're talking about this, Nazet Transcendent and Nahiri the Harbinger look like trace pictures because they are front on faces, and I'm like, I want to know who these faces are. Ah. If it's front on, oh no, that's Tom Cruise always does profile, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if if you got a pro, a oh yeah, off, he doesn't like how his face, his front face looks. Yeah, because his tooth doesn't line up with his nose or something like that. <laughs> Bizarreness. All right, 
That, that's a cracking good question there, Bryce. I bet you've won a game, you bastard. You can't <laughs> win again. No, no two-time winners. No two-timers. Yeah, you can win twice. Bullshit. Right. Otherwise, no, you, you just never enter no, a game. That'd be twice in a row, then. No, well, no, we'll just no, have to, no, he didn't win last time. Well, hang on, hang oh, on. Calm, calm down. We've got two more questions to come. Uh, immediately, hang on. Is it premonition's time? Uh, <laughs> I keep headbutting the, the mic with my caps. Apologies at home. Uh, Zachary Siao? Siao? So, Zach, everyone's played with a janky deck at least once in their lifetime. Uh, what are some of Seven Land Hand's favorite janky brews? My, fav- my first deck that I ever took to a standard tournament was called Open the Vaults. Oh, you gave it a name? No, the card that it was built around was called Open the Vaults. Okay. And Open the Vaults is a six-mana sorcery yeah. that says every player returns all artifacts and enchantments every player from their graveyard brave. to the battlefield. Oh. So you would cycle a bunch of artifact creatures into your graveyard. Into your graveyard. And then boom. And then because you're drawing so many cards, you're definitely going to hit open the vaults on turn six. Yeah. Bam. You get a, 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 some three threes <laughs> and, a, and a four five and stuff into play. Yeah. He comes and by Mac Bam. Open the vaults. Yeah. It's very bad. What was it? Every enchantment comes out. Artifact and enchantment. Artifact. And, and so these are artifact creatures from Shards of Alara block that had one mana cycle them into your graveyard oh, okay, to draw yeah. a card to so replace you're... them. So you'd yeah. get, yeah, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I can't even remember what any of my early decks were about. All I can remember was that we played no removal because it was all about why yeah. why take up a spot with with uh, cards that are just it's just a waste, you know? Yeah. Why about his just build your own so, guys and get out there so and fight it out? So that was my first tournament deck. The very first actual deck I built was a mono white life gain deck. Oh, as yeah. much as I hate life gain, I just now. remember another one now. Yeah, it's just white creatures <clears throat> of no particular power and toughness, and just lots of things which just like two and a white gain four life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and um, Wait, when you waste this card slot, you get four life. <laughs> yeah, when you throw away uh, two hours of your life playing this game, yeah. Uh, the the big thing in that one for me, the jankiest bit of that deck was I would win a lot oh, because that's never we, good. We had some cards in our in our group that were banned because no one played removal. And so you could just win by having a lot of life oh, okay. and, just, and just lasting, Outlasting while, while they get else, flooded. Yeah. Um, the card that we banned from our playgroup was called Blanchwood Armor, which is in the Enchanted Creature gets plus X plus X, where X is the amount of forest you control. Okay. And we were just like, it's too powerful. How do we ever, <laughs> how will we ever beat this card? So we banned it and we couldn't play it in any of our decks. Oh, man. We never I, thought to... Um, is, it, is it unbanned now in the... You know, would in, you, would you dare, group, would you uh, dare do it? You think, think is this time? It's it, time? Like, I, I think, think I it's time. It I, I, for me, it would be uh, blue, black, uh, Ulamog ramp. Oh, yeah. Like one of the first decks I took to a, uh, a With thing. Scions and stuff? Yeah, yeah, and I would use Drowner of Hope and, no, in particular, I would use Oblivion Sower and just be like, because mm. all that time I've just been like Sludge Crawler and Benthic Infiltrator, so they've exiled a bunch of shit. And lands I'm just and like, stuff, yeah. and now all your lands belongs to me. And I'd go from, Oblivion Sower six mana? Six, yeah. Yeah, I would go from six, and I had playing against one guy who's playing like Dragon Lord Ojutai deck, and he would be like, oh, I counter that. And I'd be like, yeah, but it's when I cast, so give me all your lands. So, <laughs> so, I, get, so I have 12. Twelve lands in play. No, yeah, and yeah, I'm just like, yeah, and I'd go from like six or seven lands to like thirteen lands in one. Ulamog, mill, mill, mill. It sounds like there's way to too winning, much thought. There was way, lo- there was a lot more incredibly complicated, stupidly complicated. Yeah. Deck. Instead of just like but blue that's what green, jank, that's what blue jank green is yeah, really yeah. right. Like it's, it's just, overthought. Yeah, 
it's six different things that have to work in the right way. Uh, like, oh, I'm yeah. this deck that's going to do this and this and this and this and this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But how will you do E if you didn't do A or 1, which <laughs> yeah. was a different thing over here? It's not as those certain <laughs> cards that are really um, circumstantial. Mm. It's like the sequence of events of <laughs> yeah. <the> circumstances. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> yeah. No, I, I remember that, like it, it's, it's not janky, but it's just shit decks. I, I uh, looked up every, I think it was, I, you know, I was early playing, you know, decide green's just the best because you get the biggest creatures. And I just went, right, just give me every green, black, death touch card that there death is. Touch, yeah. Just put it in the deck. That's a popular, that's that's a popular thing. Oh. Just everything's got mm. death touch. You want to block then, my 2-2? You can't, it's got death touch. Well, but then that's what gets me nuts about Bone Picker. You know, with that funny power and toughness that it's got you're, you're as, a, as right. a death it's, touch, it's that's quite, weird, right? It's quite polarizing. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird card. Because you just want a, a one power death touch guy with a truckload of toughness. Mm-hmm. So you that can was, just... That was me with, um, I can't remember what it's called, Bottom Feeder or something like that. And it's like, yeah, it's like uh, a blue black, it's like one, blue, two. Blue black, one, one, death touch, it can't be blocked or something. No, death touch can be blocked, uh, but it has ingest. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, from yeah. Battle for Zendikar. And I would just be like, and as soon as I got that guy out, it was like, I had Ben thinking of a trader who can't be blocked. This guy you don't want to block. And then I'd have like four mana and it'd be like Sludge Crawler. And they're like, oh, I could block it with my 3 3, but then you'll just pump it up and it'll be yeah, yeah, destruction. Yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> Brendan Lim, rounding out our top five questions from this month. How do I start playing more modern competitively? I've built a bunch of tier one-ish decks, but I can't seem to play consistently enough to get good. Aaron, this one's probably in your court. So, if you've built a bunch of different decks, maybe that is your issue. Because modern is a, oh. modern's a pet deck format. Mm. your deck is never going to rotate out. It's very unlikely that cards from it are going to be banned. You get to... But he's trying different things, isn't he? He's trying different stuff, which, yeah. is, which is the big appeal of modern. It's that you get a bit of FOMO, like uh, fear of missing out, because you're yeah. like, hey, I built Affinity. I don't want to play Affinity for the next six months. Oh, I could just like spend a bit more money and build a second deck using some of the bits mm. of this or whatever. But, but modern is like such a long-term investment. You're going to be playing the same deck for quite a long time. So having multiple decks is good, so you get a bit of variance, but you're never going to get the experience with one deck that you need. I would just... Do you start choosing early? You start going, I like playing this one a little bit more yeah. than the others. So I'm this just going to learn how to go. play this one back to front. Get your other decks, trade them yeah. in, get cards to make this one better. It, yeah, yeah. Or, or like you have your three modern decks. One of them is closer to tier one and complete. So play with that one the most get some store credit or like you know trade with some people to like make it what like, does he mean by tier one ish then so so tier one would be decks that are like winning the modern grand prix and like doing well in worldwide tournaments and okay. stuff and ish is like he doesn't have all the cards mm. exactly to make it exactly finely tuned or whatever but but modern so interesting and in that it's changing constantly and modern in us, in in the store that you play at, would be very different to one over yeah. east or one in Japan. Like in Japan, modern Lo- decks, local meta. it's completely different, and so it's just picking one or two decks and learning how to play them really well in your local thing, and it's then then it's just iteration. You're just improving it over and over and over. Oh, I just I just Facebook stalked Brendan Lim. He's in a current city, Singapore. Cool. So, what's the meta like in Singapore? Yeah, that's it. Like you've got to go. You've got to go to your store and find yeah. out. I can't tell you. Yeah, Singapore's yeah. such a small place. There'll be two stores, so it'd be really. There's easy actually to get quite a lot of stores. Oh, really? well, it's I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's a very high population very, place. Very high population. Yeah. But um, 
it's I, modern always sounds like this is you're, essentially what you're advocating, right? Is that he has to pick one deck and make it his hobby. Yeah. Whereas mm. lots of us play Magic the game. Modern seems like Magic the hobby. Yeah. You've got your your one. Yes. You know, you play thing your modern you deck do, for three or four years, and you're like, and I'm going to change out this this one card. Yeah. I'm going to go from four of those to three of to them three, and put and in one, one of copy this of this thing. other thing. Exactly. Like, but because you play so much modern with this deck, and because the moderns are a, a much bigger like. Like you, you know, in standard, we'll be talking about changing your deck for the meta of that week. Modern's like the meta of that month, that year. Mm. What are people okay. doing this year? What do people have the access to now? What are the trends worldwide with with the decks that are doing well? Um, so you have to just have your deck or two decks and tune them to what you expect I, to be playing. I once saw a thing someone said online, like there was, I think it was Star City Games or something like that, were like, we're selling a million jillion of our commons that we just need to get rid of, like these pallets and pallets of cards from our online store. And then a whole bunch of people underneath started speculating about what that would do to modern because they were like, oh, there's these commons everyone wants for modern that might suddenly be Mm. 200 of them on the market and that could change. Like, Like is that how, is that how like granular we're talking? Like, well, like card availability is a bit of a thing in, in modern. There's this ridiculous card called Mishra's Bauble. And it is a common from Cold Snap, and it's $50. It was $50. It's a common from Cold Snap. Do you know what it does? No. It's an artifact. It comes out. You look at the top card of Target Player's Library, and you draw a card and it, when you sacrifice it. And it's literally $50 because there are so little of them in the world, <laughs> really? and people want four of them to turn oh. Delirium on for Grim Flayer in green-black decks and to increase the uh, card type count for Tarmogoyf that you just want, it costs zero to put out. So it's like you're playing a free card in your deck because it costs zero. You get to look at the top card of that deck, draw a thing. Then you have an artifact in your graveyard. It buffs up your Delirium. It buffs up your Tarmogoyf. This is such an incidental shitty effect, but people can't get them because there are only thousands of them in the world. And thousands of people want four. Modern Masters next year. Well, maybe, and the price would suddenly be five dollars because it's a common. Like, but (coughs) that's the kind of things that make modern so unique to your local metagame. Like, modern in the Mm. Philippines would be very different because card availability cards are fucking expensive over there. All right, like didn't stop you from buying them. (laughs) It did did not. (laughs) Get get some Tagalog coins, (laughs) Tagalog cards. Some uh, some Filipino pesos. I mm. uh, bought some masterpieces. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to say on that? No, no. Good question, Brendan. I'm interested in modern, but um, I just don't know if I have the uh, capacity for it. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's, I, I like, like a different I'm, game. I like trying like, new I things. Like I'm never going to play modern. Just draft. I like draft. I like standard. <laughs> Legacy yeah. and modern are a bit. Like, I just don't have the time to commit yeah. to such a long-term kind it of It sounds ridiculous, but every time I build a standard deck and get it up to scratch, it's like, and then I don't get the time to sit down and play it against yeah. anybody. Worse. And then it's just an expensive box of cards that I don't it is. use. Modern is actually kind of like that as well. Which yeah. is that, like, I've had tier one modern decks that I'm just like, this is great, I'll play this at heaps of tournaments. Don't play in any tournaments, modern's different in six months. Yeah. And I'm like, why did I, like invest in this but you have to invest in the hobby of playing modern yes. to make it before you invest yeah, in the deck really yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly alright cool uh, we'll book blob and decide on a winner from that lot uh, Good, very good questions and they'll win the uh, the booster which we're about to bust Ooh. I had to say in the wrong order
That was decent. You were that was a mature approach to yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Look. I'm just saving the the tomfoolery for the live stream viewers. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Well, I'm busting an Armin Kett booster. Is this the last Armin Kett booster? Are we going to be? It will be the last Armin no, Kett booster. No, there's 24 days till Arab Devastation. We'd have one more before Arab Devastation comes up. We'd have the full spoiler podcast. Oh, I tell we you what, do we, can, we can. Oh, we do have the full spoiler podcast. But we could. Yeah, we'll probably squeeze another oh, one in. Maybe a video do, we buster booster. We do theoretical buster boosters on that. Yeah, one, we full could. Full podcast, don't we? We also like, you know, might have boosters in store already. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Silly? No, I didn't hear anything. No, we didn't. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> no, oh. we might by then. Okay, on the back of the the booster is the old exerted embalmed exerted card. People are saving these because they think because they get ripped up, they're going to be worth. There's too loads. many of them in the world. Yeah. People, people way think too that many. people are like, oh, save my Funko Pop vinyls for some time, but they forget Fuck that the no. initial run of all of them is a million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's oh, never going to happen. Uh, we have a planes card, and uh, now we're into the good stuff. We're kicking off with a cartouche of solidarity. It's uh, one white for an enchantment or a cartouche. Don't be like that. Enchant creature you control. When cartouche of solidarity enters the battlefield, create a one-one white warrior creature token with vigilance. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one. And has first strike. Okay, so the general consensus from the world at large <gasps> is that Armanket is disgustingly fast. This, and so yeah. this is actually good enough. Yeah, I've been getting good value what? out of the red I one. I hate it. I hate it. I hate oh. that we live in a world where this garbage is playable. <laughs> because it's so fast, vigilance. It's so, it's so fast that it's just kind of... No, first strike it gives it. Oh, of course. Um, but first strike is necessary mm. because... You, you're all playing garbage two twos, three threes. That when they attack with exert, they get bigger. If your one has first strike, they are literally never blocking. Yeah. And also, this goes in all the silly, like really low to the ground slither blade decks, which mm. has become like this thing as well. Um, this is going to be a staple in white aggressive decks because it just makes your dudes impossible to block profitably. I mean, I mean get, what's the red cartouche called? What's uh, the cartouche of zeal. Of zeal. Oh, that's right, because it's a trial of zeal. Oh, they match up, don't they? They match up. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of mileage out of that. That's, I feel like that's solid. Mm. Like you can... in, in your deck, which is so hard and fast that the plus one, plus one haste, something can't block, can just be a massive block. I know, right? You're talking yeah. like... And if everyone else has got menace, they've got two guys, you just like bang, he's not blocking, you, and you're they're talking out. like five to six damage from one mana of cards yeah. if you're in the right spot. Yeah. Good times. Good Times. We won't be first I forgot that. saying that summons him. Oh. Oh, yeah. Good times, good times, good times. Shout out to Grady. Guess what we've got coming next? We've got Cartouche of Knowledge. This oh, one's good as well. One, oh, this one's... The blue one's more expensive. One and an, a blue for an enchantment or a cartouche. Enchant creature you control. When Cartouche of Knowledge enters the battlefield, draw a card. Uh, you get plus one, plus one on that creature, and it has flying. Yeah. This, what, they get, you get loads out of it, don't so you? So much out you of it. You are setting yourself up for a two-for-one. You are, you are, but the but the two-for-one is mitigated by the fact that you already, when it comes to the battlefield, you draw the card to replace it. Yeah. So it's like a two-for-two. Two. And then in if they don't kill it, you have a massive flying threat to kill them with. So, yeah, this is Well, good. you're saying about the dominance of four-four <clears throat> flies at the moment, so mm-hmm. that could be... Like, like if, you, if you get one of them going in the format, it's like... There's, there's not really much they can deal with it. Yeah. And you've, you've usually got a good chance of being able to get it on something that's not going to be taken down. You can you know how much mana they've got left. You know how much yeah. of a chance you've you taken. I'm not going to run one. this into open red mana or whatever. Yeah. They'll just they'll just kill your guy. But do it when it's safe. Yeah, yeah. Like with all enchantments, just do it when it's safe. They, they didn't give us the red cartouche. I was just going for that, you know, 
All the, five in a pack? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, here's an old one. It's a reprint. It's Brute Strength, one and a red for an instant. It gives target creature plus three, plus one, and it gains trample until the end of turn. Um, Here you go about being the format being fast. Yeah, it's it's good, solid, Pump. serviceable combat trick. People think that they're going to trade off their three three for your four three or whatever, and just that Bang! one no, that one point yeah. of toughness boost and the trample yeah, means yeah. that you're winning any race that they thought that they could could stabilize it. This, this is actually. Again, like mm. the Cartouche Solidarity, way more impressive than I thought this would be because the format's so fast. Yeah, because yeah, I know it's pump spells are on again, off again, aren't they? Mm. It depends on what sort of format yeah, in, you get. In some formats, this would be completely unplayable. Yeah. Like pump yeah. spells are in the toilet around Zendikar, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, like, because it it's just, just not, like, it's don't just not worth that. it, right? Mm. Yeah. We're probably not going to be first picking any of those, though, because no. uh, here we go. Ooh, Sacred Cat for <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> one white. It's a 1-1. One, one. Yes, here's my chance. This is going to be the one mana one one that Aaron's going to go bank it. First pick. Pack one, pick one. It's a creature, it's a cat. You get lifelink and you can bring him back and imba- by embalming him. Embalm just for one. And you get a token of it. No. This is, uh, this is one of those cards that's actually gone way up and down in evaluation. Really? Did they set an up? This it is terrible. It had an up because of these aggressive decks. You just load up Sacred Cat with um, all your creatures get plus one, plus one. Yeah, it was um, that. Is that rare, the white rare, that cat that gives all cat creatures all plus, one, plus one, plus which one. is a bonkers card because it creates so two cats. Yeah. So it comes in with seven power toughness for five mana. Yeah. Um, this uh, it went up because you can block the X ones in the format, gain some life and stuff. But really, you want to be chucking cartouches and equipment on it, which is why this card went up. And now that everyone has realized it's aggressive, we're kind of coming back around and this is bad again. Yeah, good. Sounds like don't tr- play that card, you'd be stupid. Sounds yeah. like a trash deck I played against once upon a time that was like, make a billion thopters, put uh, Contagious Bloodthirst and a whole bunch, <laughs> a zillion, like nine enchantments yeah. on it. And it's like, where's my removal? Yeah. <laughs> I got killed by a nine nine thopter. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Uh, okay, Miasmic Mummy comes in at our next card. One and a swamp, or a black, I should say. Uh, creature, Zombie Jackal. He's a 2-2. When Miasmic Mummy enters the battlefield, each player discards a card. Mm. Um, so even though the format's coming around to being not so insanely aggressive, this is still a pretty serviceable one. You're disrupting your opponent's plans by making them discard a card. Their worst card. You're getting close to uh, the black and red kind of um, hand threshold mechanic, which is creatures that get a bonus if you have one or less cards in hand mm-hmm. uh, and it's also just a two two for two so it's like a pretty serviceable body is this like a graveyard filling like yeah. it goes into those sort of decks and helps you out getting you guys in there yeah like i've discarded an embalm creature or you discard a zombie and then you get the zombie back later and stuff mm. it's like, like it does stuff back. it does lots of really small stuff that makes it okay yeah yeah i don't know I don't, I don't, yeah. it's okay. like it's i would never ever ever pick it no before 10th pick in a pack <laughs> but it's like playable all right here you go green Colossipede, four and a green for a 5-5 five, five big creature. He's an insect. That's bankable, isn't it? It's fine. Car- like, <laughs> it's the, good card filler the if you're in green. Car- right? The blue cartouche, even though blue is like pretty weak in the format overall, mm. uh, it's just not worth picking. There's got to be something better than this in the pack. Yeah. I mean, a 5-5 five, five for five is fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got the... And this is a card I don't understand. Luxa River Shrine. Three colorless... For doesn't understand, David. You can throw that away. You can throw oh, that card I? in the bin. Oh, yeah. good. All these brick counters. It just seems like way too much effort yeah. for... A brick right. in, in Magic is also a synonym for something being really bad. Yeah. So it's funny that all of these, you put like poop counters on them. 
And so it's one, you tap it, you gain one life, put a brick counter on Luxor River Shrine. So you don't want to be paying mana to get life like this that. It's is, terrible. This is really the, kind of the poor cousin mechanic of this set, isn't it? It's yeah. like supporting over yep. the gatewatch. Yeah, it's just like, uh, what do Egyptians do? Oh, they build stuff. Oh, let's do uh, three brick counter cards. Oh, and it gets worse. The only other ability is tap it, you gain two life, activate this ability only if there are three or more brick counters on the Luxor River Shrine. Yeah, so you're putting mana into this thing to put brick counters on it so that you can gain two life later it's so bad so it costs you three to get it in it costs you another three to get all the bricks on there and then you get two life it is exactly as bad as it looks it's garbage right that is terrible hot trash alright here's a bit of white removal Uh, compulsory rest one and a white for an enchantment it's an aura enchant creature enchanted creature can't attack or block Uh, enchanted creature has two sacrifices creature and gain two life Mm. Um, this is the pacifism which is yeah. like the can't attack or block white uh, removal spell of the set. That common was pretty good. I had a deck that had four of these in it in draft the other day, and it was pretty good. Yeah. Even if they sacrifice one of... Like, you don't want to put it on an embalm guy because they can sacrifice it and gain the life. Okay. But just the fact that they have a 5-5 five, five out and you just go compulsory rest, mm. can't attack or block, um, so shut down cross, their flyers. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Best card in the pack so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, River Serpent, five and a blue for a 5-5 five, five creature serpent. River Serpent can't attack unless there are five or more cards in your graveyard and you can cycle him for one. Oh, fuck. All right. And it's like the blue Colossipede. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Option of cycling. Uh, it, the option to cycle means that it's probably better than Colossipede because mm. if, you don't, if you're not drawing your lands early, it's good. And then later it's actually just like a, like a fine threat. You've got to yeah. be able to fill your graveyard up, but you usually have a lot of cards in your graveyard. In this Cycling thing. is good fun for, like, you know, if you, if you chock a block with, um, with bad cards, like, mm. you know, you can, you can make you pick... Could, would you pick, a, like, a, a hand that maybe he's got two land in it and it works best at three, four land, but yeah. you've got a couple of cycling cards yeah, in it? Yeah, but that's, that's why it's so good, because yeah. you can keep those sketchy hands, <clears throat> see what happens, yeah. and then if it doesn't work out, you just cycle your thing away and hit your land drops. Yeah, like, that's how yeah. I've been using it. It's good fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, Horror of the Broken Lands. I've got an affinity oh, for this guy. This is a good one. Yeah, I like this guy. Four and a black for a 4-4. Four, four. Whenever you cycle or discard another card, Horror of the Broken Lands gets plus two, plus one until the end of turn, and you can cycle him for one if, if times get tough in the early game. Is this is this guy doing well? Yeah, in- this is this is probably the second best card in the pack. Even though oh, I said all the formats really aggressive and stuff, but the fact that you can just cycle this early, hit your land drops later on, it's just a big, huge dude. They can't ever let an attack hit them because you could just cycle a bunch of cards away and hit them yeah. for eight, ten damage. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I worry about this card because I think it's one of those that I get sucked into and I like it because it's it's black and there's a picture of a scary demon dude on it and I'm thinking this is a good card and I haven't read the text yet. <laughs> <laughs> but sucked in by the artwork. Yeah. yeah, but it was also easy to modify to Horror of the Broken Seven Land Hands. Seven Land oh. I'm the Horror of the Seven Broken you Land are. Hands. You are, Aaron. All right, uh, is that the second best, did you say? Yeah. Okay. Oh, ish. I don't know. Yeah, we'll decide. We'll decide. Okay, we're into the uncommons. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, I don't know. I can't I'm worried that you put down two cards at the same time. Eight, nine. One, two. Yeah, is one that, is we got a foil? Yeah. One, two, yeah, three, four, five. Ooh, we've got a foil. The winner has got a chance at an invocation. <laughs> In before? Foil common. <laughs> Ruthless Sniper. Let foil this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have a foil, foil, I think I have a foil one of those. Don't laugh. If it's a foil, Lux of River Shine, I'll eat it. 
Okay. Yeah, will you spit Michael it back Action. out, though? Because it belongs to one of our listeners. This, these are oh, our can, cards. He can choose when he responds mm. to whether he lives in Canada or not. <laughs> he gets to choose whether he gets the pulp from my chewed mouth. Okay. Your chewed he mouth. He clone you. Ruthless Sniper is one black for a 1-2. It's uncommon. Creature, human archer. Whenever you cycle a discarded card, you may pay one. If you do, put a negative one, negative one counter on target creature. You know how we're saying cycling's pretty good? Yeah. When your cycling kills all of the small dudes that this aggressive format is full of, that's a good card. And so, it's yeah. also all that, in, all that indestructible stuff. Like when there's yeah. an indestructable card, you just fill it full of negative one, negative one, and it dies. And it yeah. dies. I had a, I forgot, I described it to you, didn't I? Where I actually won a, a game by that, and he cast some sort of, uh, I think it was an angel, because it was on Origin. So it was an old card, an angel. All your creatures are indestructible this round, because he saw me about Avacin, to put it on Archandra there. Avacin. Yeah. And I was about to put it on there, and he went, no, no, I'm going to flash this in. Boom, gotcha. And it went, no, nah, negative one, no. negative one, he died. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Happy so good. days. All right. Um, yeah, so we like Ruthless Sniper? Uh, yeah, it's got the high... You need a draft around it, but the upside is much higher than any of these other cards. And if you go turn one Ruthless Sniper, and then you just cycle a bunch of stuff for the rest of the game... You're just going to wipe their board over and over and over again. It's just like it's so many counters you can get out of this thing. And if you get more than one, I mean, you're not going to probably do that if in draft. If you ever get more than one, you are happy days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to start saying that. That's happy day. I've started saying it. Is that a gradyism? Happy days? No. It's... Sorry. What were we saying before? Uh, James was saying it at the conference. Uh, it's, a, it's a Jamie Oliver thing. Happy days. Pucker. Bung it in the oven. Oh, what? With the right, sniper. Right, right, right. Yeah, number one. All right, yeah. With the sniper, number one. Goes to the top of the pile. A Ketra's Monument. Three colorless. This is one of the cycler things. Mm. White, it's a legendary artifact. <clears throat> so you can only have one of them. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never realized that. That's never that. come up. Yeah. <laughs> it's never come up for me. Yeah. Um, I just realized Marvel that. Is, uh, is legendary as well? Yeah. Uh, that one I know because there's a weird rules thing. White but, creature yeah. spells you cost cast cost one less to cast. Whenever you cast a creature spell, create a 1-1 one, one white warrior creature token with vigilance. Oh, go on. Rip into it there. I don't... So I'm going to see if I'm actually learning things. Yeah. Uh, it costs three mana. Yes. Um, I feel like there's much more productive things you want to be doing on turn three than putting this down in order to then make other things cost less and then only really get a value when you cast those other things. Mm-hmm. So essentially you'd waste your whole turn three to hopefully do something interesting on turn four, which yep, is really only going to generate a 1-1 on token. Four. Yeah. In the end, you're going to do a lot and do nothing at the yeah. same time. So, like, I, uh, orig- there are two niche situations in, with, in which this card is incredible, and all, and all the others is exactly like you said. The, <laughs> you know how it gives you a discount on white creatures? Yeah. This is actually at its best in a black-green deck. Beca- <laughs> because you can, because Creature, it's, col- oh, white because it's colorless... Spells. Yeah. But the black and green mechanic is when this enters the battlefield, put some amount of neg one, neg one counters on a creature you control. Uh. And because this is when you cast the spell, you get the one, one. Then the other spell resolves you put the neg one, neg one counters on this shitty dude that, it- that it makes from this. Oh, oh, and you cast yeah. a creature spell. So so every creature you cast that has the downside of putting neg one, neg one comes right. on it, you, you just, just don't have that downside anymore, and you just have all these huge black and green creatures. <laughs> oh, and so it's such all a these weird... dead one, one, one white warrior creature tokens. Yeah. And they, they wow, just that's bizarre. It's so weird. And the yeah. other one in which it's good is the, the aggressive <laughs> white deck where you're pumping your entire board. So you just go white creature, white creature, white creature, white creature, make a bunch of one ones, and then give all your creatures plus two, plus one. 
and then hit them in one huge turn hmm. with your one ones with vigilance and stuff. But the rest of the time, it's pretty like, yeah, pretty mediocre. Yeah. I could yeah. see this fitting into if if Gideon's going to become the White Knight of uh, no. of Standard again. Gideon. Yeah, because he just makes chump blockers out of the wazoo, right? Yeah. Arncrop champion, two a green and a white for a four four. Uh, so he's a creature, he's a human warrior. You may exert Arncrop Champion as it attacks. When you do, untap all other creatures you control. Uh, so this means he's already swung into attack. You okay, have to exert s- him, which means he's not attacking. And then, and then you can swing in everybody else. So it's not like attacks no, happen. No, you, so you only get one declaration of attacks. The, ah. the shtick with this card is that you attack with three exert creatures, including this, mm. and the other two creatures that have exert usually wouldn't untap for a turn. Gotcha. But because you exerted this, you untap them, they get to attack next So it's turn. like a faux vigilance. Yeah. It's like a faux vigilance, exactly. Right. Yeah. And you've got, to, you've got to work hard with the color, the mana choices to get him. Yeah, you, you're not picking this first. <coughs> like, if you're green-white, you'll play this every time, but you're not first picking it because you're not very likely to be green-white. Yeah, okay. Um, we don't have a foil. I don't know what's going on. Oh, dear. Did you think that I picked out two at the same time? Oh, just the way the light hit one of the cards, I was like, are you holding two cards right now? One, two, Mm. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This is... What? That's our last uncommon and a rare, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, That's right. We just miscounted it all of us somehow. (laughs) I wasn't counting. Okay, so we're not happy with that. So far, we're looking at Ruthless Sniper, yeah? Hmm. No, that's three uncommons. Yeah, yeah, there's three uncommons. And you have two cards left. I've got one card left. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> God. We have a split card. Uh, prepare to fight? No. Dust Cut to ribbons? Nope. Insult to injury? No. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me. Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's failure to comply. Failure is one and a blue for a rare instant. Return target spell to its owner's hand. And then from the grave, you can comply for one white. It's a sorcery. Uh, choose a card name until your next turn. Your opponent can't cast spells with the chosen name. Can I read this card? I've never Ooh, played this card before. I don't know. Wow. Oh, it's garbage. That's why. Yeah. that that's The, the second one's impossible. You have to know that they've been loading you up. Load, uh, load no, the... The what you do with this card? So your opponent plays a four drop, right? You failure, so yep. you return the spell to its owner's hand. So they've still got that four drop in their hand. On your turn, you have the sorcery oh. in your graveyard. You choose the card name of the four drop that they can't cast that turn. So it's like you stop them from casting it. Then you stop them from casting it next turn. And so it's like two turns later they can finally cast that four drop. And then do they want to even cast it anymore? <laughs> This is bad. Like, it's but it's so spending mana on your next go that you might yeah. want to do something so with. So you've got to tie up your mana, <clears throat> three mana altogether to just delay some what some spell that they're going to cast. It's just not very good. And the fact that the second half of us is a sorcery is yeah. late game, they have eight mana. You go, failure, and return their four drop to their hand. They just go, oh, play it again. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah this, is, this is bad. This is a this is a tough pack. I yeah. might actually pick something like Ruthless Sniper, Compulsory Rest, or Oketra's Monument just to keep myself open. Oketra's Monument, you'd go with that. Well, because it's it's similar to picking Ruthless Sniper in that you take it first and then you draft your whole deck around the fact that you have that thing. Okay. 
Um, so my any black green deck is better that when it has this in it. Any red white aggressive deck that is trying to pump its whole team mm. is better once you already have one of these. And any cycling, any deck that has a lot of cycling in it is better once you have a ruthless sniper in there. So yes. it's like you get to first yeah. pick some medium card that's insane when it goes really well, or you just pick something medium like compulsory rest, which is always medium. Yeah, so I think I'm attracted to compulsory rest or horror of the broken lands, like, and I don't think, and that, I, I think horror of broken think... lands is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but you want ruthless sniper in your horror of the broken lands. I know, decks, right? right? Yeah. yeah, so you'd mm-hmm. go, you'd want that first, and, right? But you're playing stuff like horror of the broken lands not because it's a giant four four that can turn into a six five or an eight seven or whatever. You're playing it because I'm planning on cycling. You want to, you want to cycle through a bunch of stuff and get yeah. some benefit for it, right? Yeah. Um, tough pack. I would pick. Or Ketra's Monument, because I like the decks that... The weird stuff that this enables. <laughs> it would be... Yeah, that's kind of mischievous, isn't it? <laughs> you got a fancy there, Kai? I, I'd probably go Ruthless Sniper, because I think there's enough other... I think there's enough pairings with black, like, that yeah, you can really. be happy and go, yeah, I'll go black, and uh, maybe I'll end up green black, maybe I'll go red black and try and aggro, but And you're going to have a bunch of cycling time. stuff anyway, right? And I'm going to cycle. I'd probably go that, because I think, for me, yeah. that sounds open in my crap knowledge of, of archetypes and pairings, but... Um, and just that ability to hose stuff because that minus one minus one can be the difference between winning a combat and not totally yeah and, and the fact that you can do it at instant speed a lot of the time because yeah. you can cycle at instant speed right just any time you can be like well fuck yeah. I'll cycle that so yeah so you've got uh, you got a 3-3 three, three, and they block it with their 3-3 three, three. you just cycle your thing away pay the one make it a 2-2 two, two. Yeah. but compulsory rest looks good as well like I think I, I, I think good, no yeah. one would no one would fault you for taking compulsory rest yeah. out of that pack because it is a rock-solid removal spell. You're not really passing anything to the person to your left. You're, you've got a good, strong white card to start off with, and then you maybe going to cycle some of this uh, white yeah, stuff back. I don't know. You'd only be looking for the card, too. You want the stupid cat coming yeah, back to you. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at the black cards. Oh, the other deck that this. cat gets played in a little bit is the zombies deck, because it, it counts on zombies entering the battlefield under your control. Oh, because it's a and when you embalm, embalm it. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he, a, is he zombie? No, he's not a zombie to start with. He's a, when you a zombie embalm when him. you embalm him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, for the cycling back around, the black the black cards look pretty good too. You yeah, horror. Your, yeah, and yeah. Ruthless Sniper and stuff. Mm. All right. Weird pack cool. though. Yeah, on its way to Canada. Because our winner of the uh, listener question was uh, Mo Toussignon. Toussignon. Yeah. Congratulations, Mo. Well done, Mo. Uh, Great question, though. Excellent question. I've just thought of a janky deck. I've just just brewed a janky deck in my head. Black, intense amounts of cycling. Yep. uh, And then you play Inverter of Truth, where you shuffle your graveyard to be your deck and exile your whole library. What is Inverter of Truth? It's a 6-6 with with flying. Yeah. And it's like your exile becomes your graveyard, and your graveyard becomes your exile or something, and something becomes your deck. Yeah, hang on. So it's like essentially you turn everything around clockwise. When Inverter of Truth enters the battlefield, exile all cards from your library face down, then shuffle all cards from your graveyard into your library. Oh, cool. Oh, so it's just more cycling <clears throat> cards. That's sick. That's is that cool. a good idea or is that a janky idea? You, you, <laughs> need, you need one of the things that just rewards you for cycling, like Drake Haven or Enigma Faith of Drake. the Devoted, which is like whenever you cycle, do X. And if your whole deck is oh. just more cycling cards... Cycle everything! Just... <laughs> Five-colour five cycling inverter of truth I deck. like it. I like a it. lot of people cool. on, uh, on Jewels are playing just chuck as many cards as you can and, and into your graveyard and just like counter everything you do and then hunt for Enigma Drake and then play that 
and you get you know you attack for like oh. fourteen. Oh, you know, right. Power. Yeah. And, and you're in the air as well. Yeah, people have been doing against that uh, against that against me in draft. Um, there's mm. Cryptic Serpent, which is five blue blue, and it costs one less for each instant sorcery in your graveyard. So oh, okay. you just cycle all your instants and sorceries and get on, it for free. On turn four, you just like snake for two. And you're like, <laughs> oh no, it's a six five. Yeah. yeah. All right, that was Buster Booster. <laughs> Space Marines By 40k It's gonna go for 40 seconds Shooting guns in space Alright, so this Saturday The 8th edition of Warhammer 40,000 comes out People are already getting mad There's essentially two types of people People are like Oh wow, sick I'm glad they've cleaned up the rules And then people <gasps> are like, like Oh wee, oh wee I don't like change oh. um, The Primaris, Primaris Marines are looking good They've been demoed in lots of shops They've been sent out early So they've been painted up by lots of people uh, Things like that They're actually looking pretty cool And look like an augment army's pretty well um, The Heresy Horus Heresy edition though Is staying in 7th edition People are saying that that's a sign That the 8th edition is uh, broken And that it's no good That Forge World are keeping their Heresy 30 K models in the seventh edition. Uh, I've recently read two books and the things I'm playing Dawn of War three, which is just announced it's getting some DLC. It looks pretty good. I'm excited. Cannot wait. Eighth edition. Space Marine shooting guns. Fucking drag that, dude. <laughs> MTG card quiz. Six seven land hand. It's a real quiz. All right, different direction this week. It's called. Uh, I think I give away. It's called um, MTG card quiz. Electro MTG. Electro MTG. Electrum TG. Yeah, and I was going to um, say Electrum It sort of leads into our topic discussion in a minute. All right. Um, and it's got uh, 10 points are up for grabs. Here we go. So that should, you know, make things interesting for flavor text later on. All right, question one. Who are the three companies collaborating on the MTG MMORPG? Oh, shit. Which stands for Massively Multiplayer Online Role-Playing Game. I don't or as we described as Mama, what was it, Mama Corpig? It's actually Mama uh, Mama term, term coined by Yahtzee Croshaw, Mama Pugger. So who are the three companies collaborating on this MTG MMORPG? Is this worth three points? This, point this is worth three points. Fuck, I was on their website today before I came over. I was like, See how interested, like in a minute, like a minute ago, yeah. Kyle was like, oh, fuck, I don't even know. I'm, 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 I'm rubbish at this. I don't know this. Oh, Aaron's in trouble. Oh, I don't know. Three companies collaborating on the Magic MMORPG. Question two. Previous MTG console games have included the five Jewels of the Planeswalker releases, right? What years were each of these released on? <laughs> Fuck you, bullshit. <laughs> five five yeah. insults. So previous MTG co- the previous MTG console game has included five versions of the Jewels of the Planeswalker release. What years were each of these released on? <sighs> You've handed out boosters with Jewels of the Planeswalkers and then the year underneath it, Aaron. I sure did. All probably all. Oh, of them. oh, oh, that's <laughs> changed one of my answers. <laughs> I should want to give him clues for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness me. Mm. That's my obligatory total guess question. Okay. It could that could just boil down to name five years that have name existed. Name five years that have happened. Yeah. <laughs> so and hopefully you can. Jewels of the Planeswalkers, nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, that was a, such a good. That was one. a good one. Yeah. yeah, takes me back. You weren't handing out boosters in ninety-six. I don't think I was. In question three, in twenty thirteen, Cryptic Studios released a different Wizards of the Coast property as a MMORPG. What game had this perfect world, and what was the other property? 
So they released another... In 2013, yeah. Cryptic Studios released a different oh, Wizards of the Coast property as an MMORPG. What game had this perfect world, and what was the other property? Oh, it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to reach out and give you a wet willy till I destroy your thought process. Ah! <laughs> ah. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. This yeah. is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sort of shit that Kai knows that yeah. I am definitely done. Right, trying to spread it around. I'm pretty That's deep good. in video game shit. I know lots of video game companies <laughs> and history and stuff. Yeah. Like, All right. Oh, God. So we're ready to roll around to the answers here. Question one. Who are the three companies collaborating on the MTG MMORPG? I'm laughing because I'm going to ask Aaron to tell us what he thinks first. Oh, you know, Wizards of the Coast. Oh, yeah. That is one. <laughs> oh, uh, thank uh, God. I was hoping it was going to be Sorcerers of the Inland. <laughs> so that's one. Uh, Aaron, keep Sony going. Sony Digital. <laughs> they yeah. worked on some magic stuff did, in the oh, past. Did, did they? they really? They did. I was oh, going to say, they, they dirty terrible. their hands with that. They made Magic Tactics, which was like a really terrible... Was that reskin Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah, it was reskin Final Fantasy Tactics in 3D with magic models. Mm. It was just very, very bad. Yeah, bad. How did they um, get Sony out of it then? Because they, they sure. own the, the Final Fantasy thing, so it'd be, no, built, it'd be built on an engine oh, okay. used for Final Fantasy. Mm. Uh, and Cryptic Entertainment, which I stole from question three. Cryptic Entertainment. Is that digital entertainment? Cryptic digital Crypt- entertainment. Cryptic good entertainment. What have you got, uh, Kai? Um, so Wizards of the Coast, obviously. Yes. I know Cryptic because I was on their website earlier today. Oh, what, would oh, you, what, would you, what would you call them? Uh, I'm inclined to call them Cryptic Games. I'll give it to you both because it's Cryptic Studios. Oh. <laughs> you're as bad. You're as bad as. And him. the last I one. I can't believe Aaron got two. Now, for without that. spoiling <laughs> the answer to question three, I want to say the last one might be a company called. Arc Light or Perfect World? <laughs> oh, that's two answers. So you've got four Arc, answers. Arc Light. You idiot. It was Perfect World. Oh! <laughs> Give it to him, please. Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> Jesus. Right. The, in the third question, it says, in 2013, Cryptic Studios released a different Wizards of the Coast property. What game had this perfect world and you're laughing know. at me going ah, and I'm thinking he's got all three of them because <laughs> the three the I've, I've, actually, I've actually played other games published by Perfect World yeah. uh, called Blacklight Retribution essentially futuristic Call of Duty except you have the ability oh. to x-ray vision occasionally Ooh, and wow, I, as a result vision. that's part of why I know number three yeah. Alright, it's uh, time to jag the ears uh, Kai, what are you going to go with? Just read them out and I'll uh, 05, 06, 09, 12, 14 go, go a bit slow 05 06, yeah. 9, yeah. 09, not 1909, uh, 2012, 2014. Okay. Aaron, what have you got? 2010, yeah. 2013, yeah. 2014, yeah. 2016. That's the one you're confident about, is it? Yeah. Is that it? 2016, 2017. Okay. Um, that's Kai 3, Aaron 2. Fuck. It was 2009, 2012 was oh. the two Kai got. Then 2013, uh, Aaron. Then 2014. Yeah, I remember that one because scavenging it. Kai and Aaron got that. And, yeah, and then uh, 2015. I've, got, I've got, still got some seals on 2017? Oh, because they stopped making different versions. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. It became Jules. Jules of the Planeswalker was Buck a different soup. thing. Yeah, so that's two for Aaron and three for Kai. My God. And, one, three got, and Kai got three in the first one as well. Right. So, yeah, Kai got three. So Kai's on six. Aaron is on four. <clears throat> Going into question three. Yep. In 2013, Cryptic Studios released a different Wizards of the Coast property as an MMORPG. Never gets tired saying that. 
what, what game had this perfect world and what was the other property? Neverwinter D&D. Oh, that's actually what I've written as well. You've put Neverwinter Nights. Oh, D&D. Neverwinter Nights is yeah. not the MMO. It's ah. just Neverwinter the MMO. Oh. Neverwinter Nights is no, the standalone PC game. Yeah, that. that's the one that I know. I thought it was earlier than 2009 as well. I asked for the, I guess for the game and that's the, the thing, property. It came out, I, so I remember, a I remember seeing so when, that, when Neverwinter came out and everyone trashed it immediately and it's a piece of shit yeah, because yeah. it was so far behind in just what MMOs were by then. Mm-hmm. Like, World Warcraft remember, had been like, out for like eight really years already. It was just a shit. Yeah, I remember that too. I bought it to try and play it and I was yeah. just like... Oh, the standalone games yeah. were good, the MMO shit. Mm. Alright, that was MTG Card Quiz. The score as it stands before we go into Flavor Text later is five to seven. Kai, no, I only have six. No, you have you have five. I only got, One, two, I, three, I got two four, of five, the first one. Six, seven. Hang on, hang on. Uh, so you got two on the first oh, one? Oh, two, and then two in the second one. Yeah, you can see the Oh, four. and I got two of the last one. So you, you got six. So I have six. And six. Kai has eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He does. Mm. All right, good, good score yeah, check. I, see, I would six see it all eight. in the same launcher, and essentially what they're... I think they're just going to... Uh, in, well, I'll save it for later, but quick spoiler. I think the, uh, the, um, the magic... Like, oh, I might think no. it's going to be Neverwinter reskinned. No. It's going to be an absolute piece of shit. Oh, oh so you just be like running around the con. Because wasn't that like from a budget? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's actually what it's going to be. Because definitely what This is a budget fucking team. Like at one point, they like Blacklight died for like a year and a half, and then they did this huge update for it in very, very early last year or very late 2015, and they announced beginning of this year that's dead as well. So these guys, they chew through stuff. These are cryptic. Also published Marvel Champions and other similar, like yeah, yeah, yeah. not even not even beta, like we could like gamma. We could blob and literally be having this conversation. We in, should. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do that. We're up. Topic discussion. What's the theme song for this? We hate everything. <laughs> everything sucks. Oh my Imagine god. Gathering. There's a friends of rum song. Everything. Every. Everything. There's no, there's no slowing them down, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, so in the last what week with 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 E3 being out, Magic said no one's Magic's looking at like, us. Hey, let's take the biggest week of video game news in the whole year and let's make our own week <laughs> where we where we announce all the exciting things that are going to happen with Magic in the next yeah. Uh, so few so years, kicking even. it off, we've got a mass, massively multiplayer online RPG. Yeah. Why do you for... say massively multiplayer online and then abbreviate the back half? <laughs> Role playing because, game. Role playing. Because I'm just sick yeah. of the whole the Mamorpig. Uh, an MMO. Yeah. An MMO. Well, I don't know what an MMO is. Massively what, multiplayer, massive online. multiplayer online. Yeah, but it's like meta. RPG. It's like meta. To say an MMO RPG. Now people just say MMO. It's an MMO. It's an MMO. It's like saying, I just MMO. have to pop out to the automatic teller machine. So there's no other hey, there's the no machine. other sort of MMOs but RPGs. Actually, no, there is there's M- there's MMO, MMO FPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. I was going to say, Titanfall is but, but, multi. But, massive. but the, not massive, the is thing it? that's generally yeah. shared with MMOs is that they have a persistent world that you come in and out of. Right. And so um, RPGs works for that because you're just one person in a giant open world, mm. generally. In RTSs, I've played a lot of MMO RTSs because I want them to be good and they're always shit. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the interesting stuff out of the way. Now, yeah. Magic the Gathering is going to have a so crack Magic at this. So, Magic the Gathering. <laughs> so, what Magic the Gathering likes to do is go, hey, we've got a, we've got a product that... Mm. I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. We've got a product that's that selling Aaron, really Aaron Graham's well. angry about in we're making, Perth, Western Australia. We're making millions of dollars <clears throat> worldwide. We've got this huge company built up. 
You know what, what we need? We need some ill will from a bad product. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Do you know what we need? We need to like take ourselves down a peg or two. Yeah. We need to make everyone really grumpy with us for half arsing another project of a thing that's doing like okay at the moment. Me- meanwhile, we're also half arsing the actual game yeah, that we made money off. So but this is this is my problem. If you have a separate department and a, and a different load of money that you're putting into making garbage like Magic the Gathering tactics with, with Sony or whatever, that's the same department that is making Magic Online. And Magic Online is very bad. And I've been playing it for many years, and maybe this is the problem. I just remembered I already got it. Oh, yeah, sweet. Neverwinter Nights 2. Uh, Magic the Gathering. I'm just going to reskin Neverwinter Nights 2 from <laughs> 20 years ago. Oh, that was published by Atari? <clears throat> and Bioware. Mm. Christ. Oh, um, yeah, I can remember Bioware. And Licensed by Hasbro. Oh, okay. Um, the, the fact that they're... And Obsidian. <laughs> the fact that they're putting money from the Magic yes. Digital Department into things which are going to turn out very bad. Like, what do you expect is going to happen when you make a Magic the Gathering MMO? It is not going to be the second World of Warcraft. It's not going to even be That's anywhere. what they're hoping for, isn't that, it? That's it, what they're going oh, for. But and someone also, somewhere in that company has to be like, oh, we could spend this money on literally anything else and make improve our game. We are never, ever, ever going to get what we put into this. No. Uh, it's, and the thing is, this, and this it belies exactly what I've called already, in that by getting Cryptic on it, who work on a whole bunch of friggin' like F-rate, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, you're not, uh, not B-list, you're not, not C-list. You're not calling in the big guns and putting a bunch of cash into it to, to make sure the final product is quality. You're just being like, hey, Cryptic, we want to... The Hasbro dudes want something a bit more tangible because we're not hitting the digital department properly. What about like an MMO? And they're like, oh, well... Uh, uh, yeah, we've got one out the back. We'll just give it a new coat of paint. We've got this one here. We'll just put like a different face on it. Oh, it's going to be and, so bad. And think, gonna... think that, you know, but some, some marketing things are that are we'll, we'll, we're aiming for a certain quality standard of... Like, you know, like if, if you look at like uh, cars, like... Kia knows that it's not going to compete on the Maserati. That's true. That's thing. true. So they release uh, a Kia class car, and Kia's, a, and then they might level up over years, which is something that ma- but, the Magic has done. Oh, but, but I've got a good. So yeah. yeah. So you know, right? Like they're, they're aim- they know what they're aiming at, and they're not competing. So they they're going in, then they're going. We're not trying to beat World of Warcraft because mm-hmm. we won't. We're yeah. not trying to beat Hearthstone because we won't. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to beat any name any other thing because we won't. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this is so the way Perfect World do business is that they make passable crap. Like <laughs> yeah. I got what I paid for crap. Like like I played Blacklight Retribution, which, uh, which I was saying before is is uh, relatively twitchy, kind of fast paced shooter, exceedingly pay to win. Um, mm. There's no way that you can grind enough free currency in that game to achieve anything notable. Which I is probably... definitely what Magic's set up to do exactly and uh and what richard garfield actually now rails against as a developer now this quick calls it skinner gaming uh which i uh, he's really against um the random drop stuff yeah like uh booster packs and things like that um because he thinks it's similar to an unethical experiment what is now viewed as an unethical experiment called the skinner box after bf skinner the psychologist put birds in a box every time he did a certain behavior he gave him a little reward but only some of the time. And he figured out certain things that, like, if rewards are random in their generosity and random in their occurrence, but 
you know, not every time you it's do a, the right it's addictive, action. addictive, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it creates higher levels of addiction than if it was really concrete, uh, you know, kind of Consistent, actual relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. between the thing. Anyway, um, so that kind of thing. But what Never Winter do, uh, what Never Winter, mm. what Perfect World have done is make a thing that is passable and then they nickel and dime you for premium currency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you won't get ahead, like you will wallow in the lower levels of filth unless you spend real money on it. So they're going to make this as cheaply as possible. Magic will make That's a small cut off the back, and Perfect World will nickel and dime people on premium currency. Yeah. So, so this is how how they they're like. I, I literally think that it's kind of like a team of people like us working at Wizards of the Coast, and then above them they have people from Hasbro, and then there's people higher up than them in Hasbro, and they go. Okay, let's look at our properties. We've got Transformers, we've got My Little Pony, we've got um, Magic and, and board games and whatever. Is um, Hasbro published some Pokemon stuff? N- no, no. Oh. It's, a, it's a Japanese company. Mm. Um, the, the Pokemon company. And um, no, Konami's, 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 Konami's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wizards published the Pokemon cards, though. Yeah, I think they, they used the, print, the American printers and stuff. Oh, uh, anyway, anyway, sorry. Um, I literally think that it's like hey, we've got this money for the digital department. And they go, uh, how's Magic Online doing? They go, oh, it's going pretty well. It's slow going. It's, it's hard for us to implement it in-house. They go, but you're not putting too much money into it and you're getting all this money out of it. What should we do with this money? Instead of reinvesting it and making Magic Online 10 times better, they go and try and diversify their portfolio and see what, see what sticks and, and what's good. And nothing has been good so far. And so they've reskinned Puzzle Quest, um, which is just an app, like, like a mobile app. And then they've made Magic Jewels, which, like, as we all know, is pretty hit and miss. But it's getting the right kind of people mm. in, but it's not doing enough to keep a, a, a huge audience of people in and paying lots of money for it. Because it's supposed to be a bridge to Magic Online, which looks like shit after you've played Magic <laughs> Jewels for ages, right? Yeah, well, Magic Jewels looks beautiful. It looks and, great. And, like, I was, I was all, you know, you told me that they're going to can it, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm. But I was all prepared, prepped with a whole bunch of information that I just learned recently off a more... Uh, experienced Jules player on, on how it all works and it was you know it was quite, quite interesting I thought mm. I think there's something to this but that's pretty it, you can play it uh, and learn how to play magic pretty safely there's lots of cool story modes and it gets you in uh, you can earn a bit of coin doing that within the game and buy some coins what, uh, buy some you know six card booster packs mm. and then start building gives you a flavor for for building for building decks um, and, and it's it's colorful. It was kind of like a neat little fun little thing. It's not hardcore, mm-hmm. but like we were saying, it's got its own little funny little meta game sort of situation. Yeah. Own little world of like all well not all the cards, but a, a select bunch of cards from Origins through to um, mm. the current release. Like and but but this and, is and one that, of the that was kind of good. But this is one of the but issues the is like with with all of these games that they make is that Magic Jewels. By the time it was the team at the team at Hearthstone who who make yeah. uh, World of Warcraft. Warcraft 3, Diablo, Overwatch yeah. now as well. Starcraft. Starcraft is the other big one. Um, they make Hearthstone, and they must have literally been looking at Magic Jewels and being like, this is this is all that they're doing with this? Yeah. Let's make it big and punchy and release it all at once so they can't even react. And that's why Jewels is the quality that it is now. Because if you ever played the old versions I of did. Jewels, yeah, it was terrible from the beginning. It, just, very, it was bad. broken. So, and those cards that would do stuff. It's like you know, Eve's easy one was the Smuggler's Cup. Do you know that you may look you at just you may draw a card. It, right? yeah, it just happened. But that's stuff even like a few that years. Is... But Hearthstone's been out for three or four years now. Oh yeah, and yeah. It's, it was... as soon as it came out, polished. Mm. Like very little bugs. 
they'd just like roll out patches and just make it good. They'd exciting new cards. They put like esports with like millions of dollars as a prize pool for a game that's about as casual as Magic Duel should be. Mm. And then the Magic Online, there's no parallel to it online. There's no thing that's like got the paper version and the digital version that are exactly the same and one of them's helping the other because you could never make a physical version of Hearthstone. Yeah. But if, you, if they somehow did, it would be very, very popular just because Hearthstone is so polished. But Magic... That's what they're going to hook into with this though is like Magic is very, very popular. So mm-hmm. just bring out any half-assed yep. anything. You're yep. going to sell a truckload of stuff. Exactly. Even with like even with jewels, it was it was garbage for a while, and it like origin the origin. I think it came out with origins, and it was like oh good battle for Zendikar's coming out. They advertised it and they said yeah we're gonna have all the cards for battle for Zendikar. Then battle for Zendikar release date came out, and they were kind of like yeah yeah the cards uh, are get the yeah. updates coming the yeah, updates I coming. Remember this? Yeah. And I think that happened a couple of times. Like maybe when Gatewatch it happened again, but then they started hitting them, and every time a new set came out, bang, new cards were there, mm-hmm. and that was cool. And it's sort of like they had to get their act together, but they're selling cards on there. You can buy coins you know you can buy in-app mm, purchases yeah. for, for jewels but if they just ax that that's going to upset a whole bunch of people that have invested in that so this, of this is one of the big announcements that's happened this week which is that they are progressing in a way that they're happy with with magic digital next or mdn i guess is what they keep calling it and magic digital next is the next generation of magic digital products which includes magic online like a new version that okay. looks good and plays like a top-tier game that it should be. Mm-hmm. Magic Jewels so is also involved in that as well. I, so, th- yeah, they're not... Are any games going cross-platform at the moment? Th- this, is, this is, I think, what they're tending towards and why they're saying they're going to stop supporting Jewels is because Magic Online, Jewels, new versions will actually all be tied in with your Wizards account to finally tie in paper play because that was the weird to thing today I, I got digital I, play i turned on jewels and it goes oh want to get some free coin and i was like oh of course i do yeah put your dci yeah. code in and it's like well, what's this about but this is but you can see that that's the very first thing to be like how many people with dci numbers are playing jewels yeah if once we turn it into you have to have a wizard's account to play this by the way you could be playing fnm and all this kind of thing yeah ha- they need to make sure that they're hitting the right people at the right time with the right stuff which is having a wizard's account, you play Jewels, do you play FNM? If you play FNM, you should play Jewels. If you play Jewels, you should play FNM. Yeah. But they can't do that until they have both sides of it like like down. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and once they have that, they'll be like, um, the new Magic Online is here. Everyone who is playing Magic should be playing both paper and digital, and they finally are together in harmony, like it should have been fucking years ago. <laughs> but, but it has to be on the consoles too, because but, but my lifestyle is not... I don't go and sit in front of my PC and, and play games. And that's the majority of gamers. That's so the majority all, of All of yeah. the, the mobile most... platforms as well. Exactly. So, right? I'd love to be able to... Like when we flew over to Sydney, I'd love to be able to take my deck from, from Jules on there and go, hey, look, I've got this. Yeah. You know, how can Imagine we make this deck Imagine being able to test, test your standard deck against the AI playing... So I go, I've got Blue-Red Control. I want to play it against Mardu vehicles. And you have the AI that they have a team of people who, like, program the current oh, standard decks. Amazing. It would take yeah. so much of this... But and it's there, it's it's within our grasp <laughs> to be able to do all this stuff. And we're playing duels where you bring can only play standard. one mythic, two rares, and three uncommons. Yeah, yeah. You're not playing the same game as I'm oh, playing absolutely. tournaments, not, right? No, no. So and this is where we want to get to. Sorry, um, um, cross-platform. 
like Hearthstone when I play on my phone, when I play on my iPad, when I play on my computer, same when I decks. play on someone else's thing. My collection is the same, yeah, my decks are the same, and even maybe your Planeswalker points from real life are like, I play in GP Manila and then it shows up on my profile on Jules or whatever they call it, or Magic yeah, Online. Cool. And so they have some reason for you to be contributing to this big magic career that mm. you've got going on and they're just squandering it at the moment. They <laughs> yeah. squandered it for the whole time I've been playing. I'm still playing, but like, it could be so much better. It could I, be I'm, I know Kai's got stuff to say, but Sorry, I wasn't going to say man. straight away was if, if you could play test your standard deck you against an AI using your, the console, yeah, you've got to buy all the cards and get them all that sort of stuff so they earn their money, yeah, yeah, whatever. Even that, that's fine. I could see myself playing standard. Yeah. Because I'd play test and go, oh, I know how to use this deck now. Yeah. What I don't want to do is like spend 400 bucks getting a standard deck together then sit down and get my ass handed to me like 20 times no before I learn how to do it. Because yeah. on Jules, you can only get two Smuggler's Copters yeah. or one Chandra. <laughs> and your deck's built around having four Chandra and four mm. Smuggler's Copter or whatever it is. Yeah, it's, mm. they could do so much more with it. So I'll add, I'll add a bunch of stuff. So there's something you said there about trying to find out how many people who are playing currently have DCIs. They undoubtedly have made the likely not very hard decision to go. People that aren't playing online with DCIs will just chuck them. Because mm. I bet that there's a strong uh, causal link between people without DCIs and people who are not spending actual money mm-hmm. on sure. jewels on, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. on jewels. And jewels went free to play quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, so that's. I, I think, think it was always free to play. Uh, it was just it didn't, used, all... didn't used to be. You used really? to have to pay for the new version that came out each year. No. In no, the no, no. very. In the, I in remember the, it going free to play. We're talking jewels on the console. Jules. Yeah, so uh, 2009, it, it was released Jules on... Jules of the Planeswalkers, that is. Jules of the Planeswalkers, sorry. Different thing, yeah. Yeah, but Jules of the Planeswalkers yes, was... I think you're right. You Each pay. year you had to buy it, didn't you? And so I paid $15 for Jules yeah. of the Planeswalkers, but I got a $20 promo. That's so right. That, but they make they made you go to a physical store to pick up your promo that was worth $20. Yeah. Which and then, and smart... then you played it, and then it just dissolved into nothing. Exactly. You had to buy another one the next exactly. year it yeah. came out. That was garbage. Mm-hmm. So there's, so there's definitely that they they will and uh, they will have undoubtedly made made that link. The cross platform thing is absolutely true. The majority of players by far are on console, but but the problem is when you guys like, and I'm not knocking your opinion. I totally no, agree. No, no. It needs to be cross, like genuinely cross platform. But the thing, one of the things that's so great about Hearthstone is they quite literally, like, I can't remember where I read this, but it is quite intentionally, and it's been said in interviews, designed to be played one-handed. Mm. It's designed yeah, to be played yeah. like this. There's no placement. There's no multiple selection of targets. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Things like that. It, a lot of it actually uh, happens automatically. You just put the guy out with your action points yeah, and, so and like you're on when, the go. When the two-drop comes into play, deals three damage randomly among all things. <laughs> that yeah. You couldn't do that magic because it would in- involve rolling a dice for each of the amount of permanents that there are. So it's like they exploited their digital design space by going let's do more random stuff so you just drag it out and random things happen and, and it's designed even when you're playing on computer you just play the mouse push 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 or like arrow arrow enter arrow arrow enter arrow arrow enter to pick what you want to play or something like that like it's there's there's a much greater clarity of design mm-hmm. um, and, and to that end I think asking for magic to be a unified digital experience is like going to an artist and going hey I want a painting of my dog but also um, when I go on trips I want it to be a uh, key ring <laughs> of my dog and on the weekends I 
want it to be a lovely uh, taxidermy of my dog uh, in high definition where I can see all the fur and everything mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing. So we're, we're asking essentially chalk and cheese problems. Like we, yeah. want, uh, we want it to be a car but also be a sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, things like that. The bigger questions but, are, but when, when I was, also <laughs> horse. When I, when I was learning basic on uh, my home computer back in the 70s, you could just have simple databases of, of, of numbers and those numbers you could set up now just to re- represent cards in simple, well, that's, in simple binary code of just what... But that's all we say all the time, right? Card are. 17. It doesn't so, have to have a name or a Exactly. Arc. So you, you, if you look at it on your phone, your phone goes and holds up whatever card 17 is from the, the central cloud database. Uh, your Xbox will do that. Your True. PC can do all of but, that. So it, but the satisfying. interface that's on your, uh, on your phone or a uh, device can but be it, different. There's there's a really big concept in game design though that's called game feel and it's and it's the biggest kind of X factor like you know in in some cases it's the difference Something between you can't really explain like yeah, yeah so I mean in some games you might go oh the game feel of this isn't very good and it's because the guns go ping 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 and they go if they could they can make one change like make the guns go chunk 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 when they mm. fire and you're like oh mm, yeah I mean it's beefy mm, it's, you know grizzly this, and stuff this like is that. why Overwatch is so visceral like viscerally appealing like and visually appealing because each of the heroes feel so very different that it's like when you're playing Mercy or you're playing Tracer or you're playing Reaper or whoever, it feels different. It's, and like, I'm listening, some... it's like I'm listening to 40 Seconds of 40K again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it truly does feel different. Yeah, and like Different when characters you... with different things. But I'm talking about with my, with that little database thing. It's just, it's just a list of cards. It'd be awesome to be able to play across different platforms and just access your yeah, own you card can, database. You can fetch the same got, server from but, whatever device you want. But yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's not the issue we're talking about. The issue we're oh, talking about is... When you when you play Hearthstone, you mm. play it on your computer. It's the same as playing it on your phone. Okay. Whereas with Magic, it's like if you have a controller. If I was playing Jewels on my PC against someone who was on Xbox, I would be able to just drag, click, and move and do all my moves really quickly because I have a mouse. Then you play on your Xbox. You play someone who's on a phone, and yeah. they just keep screwing up because they just ma- they like click the wrong thing <laughs> right, at the wrong time. Yeah. And then if I'm playing on PC yeah. against someone who's on a phone. I'm just like clicking and 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 doing all this stuff. So say I want to um, ping your guy before uh, tap down your guy before I attack, and then attack you with my two three threes, but exert one of them. For me, that's like okay. Yeah. Click my, click my guy. Tap which two lands I want. Click the guy that I want to target with the ability. Move to attackers. Attack with the three three, but exert it. Attack with the three three, but don't exert that one. That's like seven or eight clicks. Like this is like this is like really time consuming. Imagine doing that on your tiny device with your tiny finger on your little phone. So this is the problem with cross platform play, and it's why Hearthstone has baked into its design that it's simple. You you just you attack with the thing. Do you want to attack a creature or do you want to attack the face? And you just drag it. Oh, to I it. think we've decided. Anyone wants to play on the phone? Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the double problem of density. The screen for a Magic game is too dense. It's, it's too, too dense. full of stuff. And the game design, the the essentially the flow chart, the tree of decision making that the player has yeah, to make yeah, to do yeah. an action is too dense. Whereas in like Hearthstone, it's it's three steps. Pick what you want to play, pick who it's going to attack, if you get to pick, unless it's a random yeah. thing, and then it's their turn. Also, also in but then the problems are still the same. It's just like we want to play magic across all these different platforms. So we're not going to change the game of magic's not going to change. It's the and the way it's presented isn't going to change either. Then they shouldn't be doing it. It's square peg round, round <laughs> yeah, hole. Yeah, We've yeah, had yeah. a long discussion about square peg round hole. But it's, I, I felt like Jules has got a 
decent enough way of interacting with it. And I wouldn't be thinking it would be like too difficult to have that on. Well, it runs on an iPad. I haven't been able to play it because a stupid thing wouldn't work I think, on the I think, phone it, I think it, has a, it has a few... Magic is so great because it's, it has the potential to be so complex. Yeah. Um, and Hearthstone's on this very clever thing where they, they have kept it simple but made it look like that's how it was designed. But really it's just to make sure that it's the same. You can yeah, only yeah. have seven creatures out. And if you try and play another one, it's like, no, you can yeah. like get rid of one of these. <laughs> Whereas in Magic, you could have a thousand creatures on the board and it could be stalled because they have a thousand creatures on the board and you've got to find a good attack. Like it's, the- like it's really... Because Magic has this high ceiling of complexity, you want to be able to do something in your upkeep or in the beginning of combat step or in the end step dependent on what is going on in the game and it's so finicky. It might actually be really, really hard to ever put Magic as we, <laughs> giving up. As we want to play on a mobile device. Yeah. Uh, on, a, on, a, on a console, I still feel if I'm on a PC, I'm always going to be able to... So the takeaway from this is that the, the MMORPG is garbage. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, that's where we started. And uh, yeah, go, Kai. And the last, the last thing I had is what the fuck is the gameplay going to look like? Is there going to be a little sim of Aaron, oh, this, a little sim of me, the, uh, and it's just going to be a really fancy lobby for, for Jules where mm. like we can walk around and play against some NPCs as well? Or is it going to be like you're the planeswalker and we're actually going to summon the creatures and it's going to be like more like your hand is actually full of, you know, like really like they like are in the lore. Like it's a thing like. I'm going to do. Like, kind no, of it's going to be exactly like, what you said. It's going to be never winter. Never went to nights, and uh, you're going to walk in, around. Zooms into your head, and then it's just like no, a no, magic gonna be none game. Of that. You're just going to be Jace going. Hoodie on, hoodie off, hoodie on, hoodie off. Yeah. yeah. All right. The second part of the news that we got here was uh, corsets. Oh, cool. So this is a, this is the huge forgiven, this... not forgotten tour. That was the best one. They opened up with uh, uh, some of their, their greatest hits in the first seven songs. That was regarded as the best, greatest core set. But then the ever. fiddle player broke her string, and yeah. oh, there was a bummer from then on. Yeah, and then they couldn't pull it together after that. Leave me breathless, whoa, whoa, whoa. go on. Anyway, hey. um, <laughs> so this is super interesting. This yeah. is this is really really interesting. Let's stop talking about fucking magic digital because yeah, it's, we haven't uh, seen a, we haven't seen dark, no, <laughs> we haven't seen a corset since 2015. We had Origins, which was sort of like it, but then that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Okay. So they're like, "Hey guys, we're gonna get rid of the corset and we're gonna do two blocks of two. It's gonna be big set, small set, big set, small set. The key, big those set, be, small set. Those will be your four sets for the year." And everyone's like, "That seems pretty good." Corsets were kind of on their way out. We don't really like where the design's going and this. And it was because thing. because the third small set sucked. Was bad. Always so bad. That was the thing, wasn't so it? So that was the thing. So they're like, um, they're like, hey, how about what if we got rid of the corset and we just did all big and small sets all the time? That would make yeah. everyone happy, right? Because the set because the, the main set's good, the second small set's okay, yeah, okay. and the third one's garbage. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. get rid of the third one. So so now they've realized that the big set, small set, big set, small set thing is still an issue. And the issue is that People small sets are, of garbage. Yeah, small sets are the problem. <laughs> yeah. Not, it, and it was so um, so obvious because the second small set was so bad that the first small set was like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't yeah. the worst. Uh, but it was the problem is that you're trying to like beat a dead horse. Like it, now they've gone. If we have a really deep pool of mechanics to build from, we'll stay on that world. But we're only yeah. ever going to do the large solid. Of the, yeah. yeah. So. Innistrad, they would have done two Innistrads because you can do double face cards, you can do whatever, yeah. but you're going to draft 
So, so the new schedule, instead of big set, small set, big set, small set, yeah. let's start in October, which is where the big magic set comes out. Uh, it's going to be big set in October, big set in January, possibly in a different world, possibly in the same world. Yeah. Each of these sets are going to be drafted by themselves, so we never do small set, small set, big set ever again. It's just big set, triple draft, big set, triple draft. Big that's set. cool. That's like for a draft, that's, awesome. and that's cool, isn't it? Because so it's just good. like, because I've always felt like it was, you got used to a certain draft format and you started to enjoy it, and then they'd bring out something else, and it sometimes it was just like, yeah. oh, it's not quite as good so, anymore. So they've, they've tried a whole bunch of different stuff to make the small set draft interesting. Like um, they went Aether Revolt, Aether Revolt, Kaladesh, and then like Kaladesh just seemed like attacked on like, Oh, there's some stuff from heaven there. Might mm. synergize with the Aether Revolt stuff. When Triple Aether Revolt would have been a different thing. Yeah, it would have been fine as well. So, but you didn't want to get rid of Kaladesh because Kaladesh was rocking. It was so good. Yeah, but it was a different thing, and so it was kind of like you, you like kept Kaladesh around, even though it wasn't as good as it used to be, mm. kind of thing. So they've maybe, cor- hopefully, correctly identified the problem is small sets are just sucking the life out of the big one, but keeping the big one around, like. Hey, this is still here. So, so what would you do? So, so say Kaladesh came out now. Yep. If when Aether Revolts were to drop, what would we get? We'd get we'd another... We'd get We'd get Armand Cat yeah. straight up. We and wouldn't get it's... another big set in the Kaladesh world using the same mechanics if, uh, if so Kaladesh was totally rocking. if they stay in the same world for the story, they're yeah. going to change most of, if not all, of the mechanics. Okay. So, so let's just use Kaladesh as an example. Mm-hmm. Kaladesh comes out in October. We draft triple Kaladesh. Yep. Then the second set comes out, but say it's a big set. Let's call it Aether Revolt Let's call anyway. it Aether Revolt. Yep. Big set Aether Revolt. The only returning mechanic is energy and okay. vehicles. Yeah. And everything else is different. Okay. And you draft triple Aether Revolt. Yeah. But you keep some of the stuff, because it's the same world, yeah. the same style yeah. in, in the art and stuff, but it plays completely differently because... All the creatures are different. There's barely... Let's just say just energy sticks yeah. around. So no no vehicles or whatever. Um, that's that's a, quite so you, a different So you get beast. used to the mechanics and you're playing with those mechanics. And if it if it rolls into another set, it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm comfortable with those mechanics. Now I'm just applying it to a whole bunch of different cards. That's fine, isn't it? Yeah, but like I think that they're not going to do the big set, next big set on the same world very often. Okay. So they've... Uh, can we say that they've acknowledged they just like stagnant standard meta? Don't give a fuck. Double big set in a year. I think that it's three big sets and a core set, right? It's yeah. So yeah. so the, yeah, that's that's the last bit, which is it goes uh, big set October, big set January, big set uh, April slash May, core set in July, and they've realised that the core set was a good place where they could put stuff to fix standard. Mm. So yeah, I misread it because I was like, "Isn't Corset just the stuff they need to reprint?" Because they're sick of wasting slots on like negate and stuff that no, just that's needs exactly, to be negate. But that's, it. But yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So, so um, Gideon and Heart of Kieran say come out in Armanket and Aether Revolt. They realize it's a problem. Artifacts are too much. They didn't want to put artifact head in Kaladesh because they wanted artifacts to have their time in the sun. In the Corset, they put all this insane artifact removal. But now, if you look at Armanket, Armanket's diluted because they had to put all the artifact removal in there. Mm. There's by force, dissenters deliverance, manglehorn. These are all like premier slots mm. for cool and sometimes stuff. It and they have to deal with the shitty stuff that happened from Kaladesh because they yeah. messed up. And it sometimes doesn't fit if you your big sets on a certain theme and you got to choke it with all of this out of theme stuff yep. that's yep. pretty yep. much yep. 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 or you know it's a reprint from or it is a reprint from yeah. a because in the fiction of Armanket they're not trying to 
bust the big, you know, the horns and it's a big artifact exactly. and you've got to break the big horns or they something. They have to, like, shoehorn all this... <laughs> they have to shoehorn all this artifact <sighs> removal in there where it doesn't fit because yeah. Kalanish... They're like, oh, Kalanish yeah. is a problem. Let's, like, deal with this with the cards we have yeah. now. And Armin Cat, I think we can all agree, is nowhere near as insane as Kaladesh was. No, I'm en- look, I'm enjoying the crap out of I'm it. In- I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it so much, but power level-wise... Yeah. We're it talking doesn't... like it's not even on the yeah. same. No, level. there's no electrostatic pummel or whatever. You know, swing you for sixty nine. Yeah, there's got a swing no. Combo. <laughs> there's no decks that are just built around one arm and cat card. Like electrostatic pummel is a deck within itself. Name and name yeah. two two arm and cat cards that are doing that kind of thing. I guess the zombie stuff, but like, but zombies deck already existed. We're just augmenting a deck that's been around since Eldritch Moon. Exactly. I, I really exactly. found that an interesting point. Like in, in Mark Rosewater's uh, article about this, mm-hmm. where and he's talking about the core sets as it being cards that help fix standard. And in no way did he mention that it was. I think he might have alluded to it. And I thought here it comes. My personal reason why I liked core sets was because it just gets back to the core magic mechanics and i think that's what's fun about it is because you can kind of chill out a little bit and just go right i know how to play magic give me some core magic cards let's go yeah you want to you want to be like removal spells are good card advantage is good uh, like yeah, th- this is this is magic. This is limited. This I can is play. I, I, get, right? I get you know. I get green. I can get big. Good. Yeah. I get red. I want to go faster. It kind of boils it's kind down of good, every color good, good, to, good. Its, to its to its yeah. core things. And that and it's kind of like, I always thought of it like it was. Uh, it's kind of like a magic holiday in the year. You know, you you bust in your mind trying to learn all these new mechanics, and all of a sudden. Corset comes around, it's like, ah, oh, let's just play magic for a little yeah, bit, you know? Yeah. And it's like that. Before we go on a whirlwind tour of wherever. Yeah, exactly. Underground Atlantis. It's a stupid metaphor, but it makes me think it's like, if you bust your guts all week, like, cooking crazy gourmand stuff for dinner and trying new foods from all over the you world. You just want a hamburger like, on the weekend. And then, like, and then fucking, you know, 1am, early right? on yeah. Saturday morning, kind of still drunk, that fucking kebab shop still open. <laughs> exactly. That kebab is the best thing you've eaten yeah. in months. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the course set is the kebab oh. of the magic year. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like your palate cleanser. Like you, you want uh, course set draft has legit been some of my favorite drafting yeah, yeah. in the last Absolutely. five years. I love it because it's just it's uh, it's pure. You get to do the stuff you want to do in magic. And the colors do what they're supposed to do, and you don't have to worry about layers of synergy and all this kind of thing, which is what they're trying to pack into these draft formats to make them more. Re- they, they wanted Kaladesh to be relevant for six months because it has to be drafted for four mm. months with Thing and then two months with Aether Revolt. And uh, now they don't have to worry about that too much. They can go, hey, let's have a draft format that gets solved in three months. New draft format. Yeah. New draft format again in three months. Corset, take a break. Let's yeah, the, do the, it all again. The corsets like, have that little bit more of because it's all sort of boiled down. You can you get a drift of what your opponent's doing uh, sooner, and you, and you can try to come up with a counteract for that. You can get, try to counteract it. If you get stuck in a situation where you're playing, have you ever played those games where you think it's, it's, the set's kind of new, or mm-hmm. some new cards are out, and you go, "What's this guy up to? He's just chucking loads of stuff yeah. in there. He's revealing all these cards." I did, I did that to someone. I don't <laughs> know what's going yeah. on. And then when the big reveal comes and they smash it, like someone did that with Enigma Drake the other day. I'm looking at all these cards and going, this "Why is, is he, shit? Yeah. Well, yeah, these all don't make any sense to me." And he's just throwing them all away. What's he up to? And then all of a sudden, it was like, "Boom!" There's Enigma draft, uh, Drake. Four. Yeah, and it's just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and it was like above anything I could burn it with. And I was just like, ah, oh, is this? You know, I don't like playing magic like that. I like be able to, you know. Early on in the release, at least, be able to be able to um, have some sort of way of interacting with the person I'm playing sure. against. Then it's a game. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just who can do the most homework 
quickly mm. and if you don't have enough time to sink into it then there's whoever sinks that time in or reads most articles finds those little funny decks and then comes in and surprises mm. you with it and gets a whole ton of wins yeah um, a person that just hoards cash from one mm. release to the next i don't know this guy that beat me with the oh, enigma deck have, he was like six super, booster boxes this guy with the enigma drake it was it was like is like super high level and that's all he does he's, he's going online he's just playing let's throw all my uh, instants and sorceries in the graveyard let's get this guy out him twice hit the opponent twice next game and it's the most boring way of playing magic it's, you know, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big issue that Gwent is working hard to overcome yeah. too many machine decks and the game is not even in full release yeah because people are out to break the, the game right like that's why they're playing it um, uh, this, this brings me to my next point which is that Corsets are, they're, they're, I think, retooling them so they are not for the heavily enfranchised player. Yeah, so, that's right. Uh, I'm talking draft specifically mm. uh, and limited. They want the corset to be an accessible place once a year when new players or Did or he say who, that? Because I thought you didn't mention that at all. Well, and that's what I was well, thought it was. Well, he kind of did because he, well, in the first Metamorphosis when they canned the corsets, they said... The corset has become this thing where we want it to be a cool, complex draft environment for standard players, but also simple enough that new players can get involved. And if they're bringing it back, it means that they know that they're printing stuff for standard for the enfranchised players, mm. but the draft and the limited play and the decks and the products that come out with it are going to be for the newer players because there is nothing for newer players at the moment. Mm. Planeswalker decks even are slightly too complicated for people. Mm. So uh, if the core set is the one time a year where, where they go, we're going to get an influx of new players, your enfranchised players will be a, a bit annoyed because you won't be able to draft a core set 30 times like you would Kaladesh or whatever. Um, that, that's fine. I think that's something that they're hedging and going, this will be our influx of new players mid-year. We'll get our enfranchised players through the rest of the year. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, how did the Gatewatch um, <coughs> cope with the, the news? Uh, what's what's happened on, on their front? Um, <laughs> he calls it challenge number four, <laughs> which is... It's. I mean, it's less syllables. Well, is it? Hang on, challenge is two syllables. I mean, fuck up is also two syllables. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was actually like, wait, is challenge less symbols than <laughs> syllables than fuck up? Everybody no, loves the Gatewatch. Hey. Oh no, they don't love the Gatewatch as much as we love it. Yeah. To to quote him, he says, "Players, for instance, like seeing the Gatewatch on Planeswalker cards." No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No. Maro. Maybe sick the, of them. Maybe the first oh, time I ever so saw Jace that like. Like when when Jace came back the first time, I was like, "Oh my god, yes, yes. he's back!" Five oh, Jaces yeah. later, <laughs> yeah, seven yeah. Jaces later. I'm now not so totally uh, took the edge off says, of it, didn't you? But yeah. not so, but not so many versions. You see, when we first shifted to the two block model, our goal was to try and keep the main five Gatewatch members always in standard. This proved to be a big mistake, one that got magnified when we reverted to a two year standard. So I was like, "Yeah, we're always going to have these five guys in standard. We, they're reliable." Oh shit! There's four versions of each of them all in standard at the same time. Five different Gideons. This Which all, Gideon do you want? This always reminded me of what you know they were saying about we want um, some main characters so we could release a movie and all these characters would be in there and everyone would be like, yeah, or even release an MMORPG. <laughs> and everyone would be like, yeah, I get to play as Jace. You know, it's cool. A, a notable character. <laughs> I love but it, it just I... totally didn't work that way at all. It's just like we just became instantly sick of them because... We're going to be in a queue to play against Jace. But also, the story, the yeah. stories to... The story, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's queuing up to the Gideon uh, booth to punch him in the face. <laughs> but... Yeah, but the, the stories just didn't back it up. The, the characters, they didn't do good character development, so we just had these vanilla people that just rocked up in these stories mm. over and over and over again, and they didn't get us involved. Yeah. It was 
Terrible. Um, there's a seer who might have something else to say about this, but it looks okay. like they're they're going to move. That's coming up move, in uh, well, well, premonitions. In the article, he did actually say they're going to move away from having the Gatewatch on cards, and I think they started getting this feedback a year Immediately. Ago, about, about, oh, sorry, a, about a year ago. <laughs> about a year ago, when they started making Ixalan, which is coming is the big yeah. October set, and um, I'm I'm pretty positive that s- someone knows something about what's oh, going to happen. Good, good, because that was uh, you talk about Jace coming out again, and I remember that I wasn't playing when Mind Sculptor came out, <laughs> and then. When he when, when it was like oh this card you know this Jason oh, Mindscope and everyone was god. like my god that card that card that card and it's like wow it really held a, 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 yeah. a position and then it was like there's a new Jace coming out in the next set and I was like fuck really yeah. what if I told you that in Ixalan there's a new Jace card coming out you'd be like could not give a shit because yeah. <laughs> you would be I, I, and the, how have they how much have they lost what does it do? in that plus one scry uh, minus one card, make your opponent discard one uh, minus eleven uh, how much your have opponent they discards lost the whole in that. Because that was truly, we were proper excited. If they could just have like you know, a plane, planeswalkers coming out and having, uh, I mean, they've kind of done it with Nicol Bolas. Everyone's been excited about actually him making excited an appearance. about Nicol Bolas, right? Making an appearance, but it, took, but it was seven years between printings of Nicol Bolas. But that's maybe so that's what you need. Correct, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I imagine if you hadn't seen any Jaces since Jace the Mind Sculptor, and now they were going. Excellent, Jace is back. Well, going, they haven't actually printed Jace so Shadows over Innistrad, so I'm actually. I'm actually kind of keen to see a new Jace. Since when? Shadows over Innistrad. Oh, okay. <laughs> just <laughs> great time and just slap. <laughs> I, what do you said? There's a new Jace coming out. I was like, huh? Like, it's been a year and a half. That's a long time. As opposed to Gideon. Oh. <laughs> it's like oh. nine Gideon. I can't even think of like, up. you know when people say, I'm going to jump five minutes back in time yeah. and collect hundreds of myself till I've got an army of me's. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just Gideon like, hello, oh, another one. <laughs> But it was like in um, who was I think it was John's was it John's John Howard questions yeah. he was saying what, uh, talking about Gideon beats I think you yeah. know is that what we're going to revert to I'm thinking which, which Gideon card is he talking uh, about Alive Zendikar the I annoying know, but, one from Battle for Zendikar but that's wrong that you have to go back and you have to think which one which, which one are which they one talking about yeah. yeah it's like oh mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that that one was an unfortunate byproduct of them changing the standard rotation. So Gideon would have rotated out and been replaced with a completely different one. Oh, okay. But now we're stuck with both for six months. Hmm. Uh, it's interesting to note as well that the last uh, challenge, <coughs> fuck up, uh, they mentioned is the Masterpiece series. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying yes. like, uh, the first one was like, diminishing oh my returns. god, uh, you know, uh, and and it just he calls it the cycle of diminishing returns. The more masterpieces you make, you're like, yes. and here's the masterpieces, like, and here they are. It's like you know, now that there's been 37, <laughs> you know, Aston Martins in in every fucking James Bond movie, it's just like, and here's the Aston Martin. Yeah. No one's on, no one's like, oh my god, well, it's the new mythic, cool. mythic rare, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, but, like when mythic used to get a mythic rare, you'd be like, oh wow, I got a mythic rare. Yeah, this is awesome, like, oh, glorious, and uh. yeah, exactly. But, uh, but and it's, it makes me think even to a lesser extent like the full art land thing i remember because maddie got into magic yeah. looking at art and stuff before i did uh she was telling me like oh my god this That's next set's to gonna in. have full art land in it and people are creaming their decks because there mm. hasn't been full art land apart from these obscure like, ones 15 years ago we literally couldn't get in enough yeah. battle for zendikar fat packs because people just wanted the full yeah. art land. I never, yes. I, I didn't and now it's one. like oh they're kind of semi-rare full art lands in in america i couldn't give a fuck and no one cares right yeah Don't i know but you know what i think for lands make them all full art lands because they just look better Ooh. just just have it that way just bite the bullet for what they did, forever. like yeah the the like the the super rare um masterpieces 
I think what killed them was that they looked like shit. The, 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 ones, the invocation yeah. ones did. Because, yeah, I'm all for the, um, the explorations. The Kaladesh ones were explorations beautiful. Explorations were great. Yeah. Kaladesh ones were beautiful. And then they just came out with these other ones, and they were garbage. And yeah, um, but like, it was, uh, not as bad in real life. I'll give but that. But imagine yeah. the invocations had looked amazing, and they were the the suite of cards that that they are, mm. which is a lot of very bad cards. Oh, are they? I say I didn't. Even, I don't even look at them for what cards so, they are. Well, well, this is they looking said, for sweet art, just a beautiful card oh, okay. that I know is like it's as it's as rare as a foil mythic rare. And it's got a beautiful piece of art on it that I can only get on that card. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. What does mm. it do? Don't care. I love oh, that card. Yeah. Like, um, the, a lot of people were having issues with the well, well the invocations. Oh, this is this is so. so if, if someone came up to me and said Virgil's Gear Hulk, I've, I've got a I've got a masterpiece of that. Someone says, hey, it's not as good as one of the other Gear Hulks or another one of the. Mm-hmm. I, I don't Maybe care because yeah, yeah. that card is so goddamn beautiful. Yeah. It's just a fantastic um, card to own. Like they, one of the reasons that Mark Rosewater said was yeah, obviously diminishing returns. You don't care after you've opened your seventh masterpiece or whatever. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I'd also- love to open seven. <laughs> Send them to me, Mark. Yeah. I'll open all of them. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but also, they are running out of cool cards to do as masterpieces because they only have so many like really iconic top tier cards to yeah. do in a new frame with new artwork or whatever. So. Yeah, we got a Tamagotchi masterpiece. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do it, though. They're well, especially because they're not doing Masterpiece anymore. Yeah. It's they're something, not going to do it at all. No, 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 We've got to do, do it every now and again. Sparingly. Yes, yeah. that's Something right. that strikes me really overall... Well, what they, what they could do is do super special art just for what they think are the super key cards, but this leads into the point I was going to make I like a little while ago. So, I mean, like, you know, obviously uh, Arab Devastation is going to have Razaketh in it, so he would be one. Nicol Bolas would be another yeah. one. Really super street, you know, sweet, you know, premium um, this looking. This is a thing from the Japanese um, card games. So all the, all the big... Yeah, like splashy cards GX Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, um, all the but big then this comes. Cards. This messes with card uh, appraisal, which is part of the skill of of um, being able to draft. Right, if you open your deck of cards and you fan through them, instead of having to know something about what cards can do and what cards you can play with, you just go, "Which one's got the prettiest piece of art? This one. This must be the best card. Yeah. See you later." I, I, I think like it's just that there'll be a regular one in the set, and there'll be a masterpiece version oh, right, yeah. that just has alternate artwork for people who, who care about that kind of thing like like, like us. me I'd like yeah, that um, sort of thing like, like I would I love that stuff and I'm starting to collect more and more weird things because those are the things that appeal to me I don't want like for Heart of Kieran I want like a weird pre-release but you know one what they and do? a miscut they, one they do that on the um, you know like when they have like a like a, a Friday Night Magic or a buy box version of the card that's in the set mm. But the foil whiz bang special edition has got worse worse art on yeah, it than I the regular that one. That's but that's like yeah. a subjective. Torrential thing, isn't Gear it? Hulk is ugly as sin as a masterpiece. I, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. You see, we're watering a garden. Yeah, <laughs> it's got, <laughs> really, it's it's got, got two heads. Torrential Gear Hulk's a great looking two, card. Two me. heads. It looks like a rip off of the Laputa androids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's, yeah, he's watering a garden, and people are going, oh. I think there's vaguely an acknowledgement in all of this, though. I wanted to say this ages ago was that. They're just like, we just can't play test what we release enough no, to know what's going to break the set. Yeah, so, the that, so, like, so we're just going to have to let the public... They're, they're, it's paid beta testing. No, no, no. They've started a new team called uh, Design Play, Play Design, which has some people who were working for R&D, and they're looking for more members mm. from the professional scene Good. To, to come in and be like break standard for us 
Here's yeah. the new sets we've got coming out. What's wrong with this picture? And they go, Smuggler's Cup costs two. It should cost like three or four and crew two. So you can't crew it with this yeah. common from Shadows yeah. of this token. that draws you a card. <laughs> yeah, e- exactly. Chuck down any old crap. So, Always piloting it. So literally like all these design mistakes have gone, oh, Emrakul should cost 15. And then suddenly it's like way harder to cost because it costs nine when you have Delirium instead of seven. Yeah. And um, what's the other one? Reflector Mage. You just like make Reflector Mage cost four. Suddenly it's like a playable card in a blue-white tempo deck, but it's not like turn three, turn four, turn five, Reflector Mage, and it's just like really, really horrible. Mm. And what's the other one? Aetherworks Marvel. They're just like, hey, make Aetherworks Marvel cost five mana. Ooh. This is the kind of stuff that would get missed because people yeah. in R&D have so much on their plate, they're designing and developing a standard format for millions of people to play. And people go, hey, Aetherworks <coughs> Marvel, it's really easy to turn on on turn four, so you just Ulamog on turn four. Mm. But they've got a new team of people... I'm, I'm really positive about all these changes because this yeah, is all like... Yeah, I think like it's so stuff. as well. Yeah. It was all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Didn't make any... Well, it's not like, hey, we're doing the uh, the online role-playing game. It was... And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It was all like, hey, this sounds legit. Yeah. Okay, so two, th- two things. We're, we're going to get into some general news. So to finish off on the... Uh, on, on the core set stuff, I would like to say we brought up Smuggler's Copter. For me, nothing funnier than uh, piloting Smuggler's Copter with a thriving turtle. It just makes me, <laughs> just makes me happy to think that Get that guy turtle, is just sticking his head out the window going, <laughs> Makes me very happy, that does. All right, uh, general news. Uh, you mentioned uh, this, that marveling has happened. The Matherworks uh, Arvel. Matherworks Arvel. Uh, yeah, so, so this has is... Been, um, has been banned. It's been burnt. Yeah, so, so they, Joan of man, Hart. this is this is three bannings in in six months. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Three, six months is that been that quick? Six maybe eight, when did they ban the cats? Months? They banned Copter about Smugglers, a month. They banned they banned the Copter cat. about a month after, so about November or December, maybe. No, it was just before Kaladesh came out. Maybe it's. What do you mean? Just before Kaladesh came out? Kaladesh? It was in Kaladesh. Smugglers Copter we're talking oh, about. Oh, sorry, just before Aether Revolt came out. Right. Yeah, they banned. Yeah, it because Heart of Kieran and Smuggler's Copter were never around at the same time, so they banned it in January. Right. So yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was shortly. In, in six it. months, three different bannings. Yeah, uh, this is unprecedented in the time that I've been playing Standard. So um, the the first three were that that batch Reflector Mage, Smuggler's Copter, Emrakul. The second one, the kind of half emergency banning of Felidar Guardian when they realized that Sahili combo was was too much. Um, then they got this team together to playtest them for him. And now <laughs> they've built a team yeah. to uh, to playtest standards some more. Um, all of them, I understand how all of these things happened. And they it's very, very, very unfortunate they happened at the same time. Because any one of these things could be kept in check, apart from the Felidar Guardian one, which is the, the worst. But, oh, it's... It's very unfortunate for Wizards that all of this happened at the same time. So this is really bad publicity for them. And we're going to look back, I think, in a couple of years and be like, wow, do you remember that insane time after Kaladesh <laughs> yeah. where they banned a whole bunch of cards because they made so many mistakes? I think they're a bunch of different... You know how um, in Sleight of Hand you think you're, saying, you're seeing the same trick over and over and over again, but it's actually yes. three different tricks? Yeah, yeah. Because you're looking for a different thing every time? Yeah. That's what Penitel, they show you how they do it and then... Yeah, and, and then each time you're like, oh, they, they did it a different way. Yeah. Uh, each of these bannings has been for a different reason, which makes me not lose too much faith, but not a lot of people are seeing it like that. I was okay. just going to say, it's it's total catch-22 for them. And I feel, as much as I love to join the the Wizards bashing bandwagon, it's, it is my favourite bandwagon, uh, 10 out of 10, but um, <laughs> it's, 
it like it, it's a great example of like they seem to actually be paying some attention and doing what they can do, which is well, fuck, we can't just yeah, ask exactly. you to wait for the next set and we'll shoehorn in some yeah. some extra artifact totally. hate. Just go, okay, we heard you, we've seen the stats, uh, we we've seen all the pro tours. This two this turn up too fucking much. We're banning it. But for that to happen, like exactly what you said, it's for that cycle of listening and taking action which is positive things. We clamor for this all the time. Yeah, yeah. To happen like this, you go, well, you, you fucked up the design stage, didn't you? Yeah. Like, you know, and it just turns and into you another go, thing to What am I supposed to do with the standard deck that I've built now? Like, yeah, the I same, spent $80 on that. The same people who would complain about them not changing standard would be the ones who complain that my favorite deck got banned. Uh, and so you will never win unless you design a perfect standard environment where it's never broken. And uh, it's, it's not going to happen. I have played... So I was having this debate with um, Dan Soldat in the store, actually. Mm-hmm. And he says he thinks that stale formats with a deck that's way too good are better than them banning a bunch of cards. And I disagree because I don't want to play Whoa. the lame deck over yeah. and over and over again. Do you remember when Theros came out mono black, mono blue with yeah. just the best decks? Yeah. That was the same for was almost it? a year. Yeah. I had to play... Uh, the, <laughs> I, was, I was not playing either. I played mono blue for a while. But like... I didn't play. I didn't want to play either of those decks for any longer than three months, and I had to play them for a year because they didn't ban anything. Yeah, you want to be able to see. You want to be able to sit down against somebody, and remember if they play. If, say if it was just mono colors, we'll play mono colors, yeah. and they just haul out. You know, the first play, the player planes. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, okay, and you get a bit of an idea about the route, but you've got things you're worried about. Yeah, if they, you know, and then equally, sometimes in some sets, you start playing. They play a, they play a mountain card. You think, oh, I've won this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you're done. Because that, that, yeah. that's it. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, shit in this exactly. And yeah, you don't want that. You want it, whatever they put down that first card color, you want to be going, oh, shit, okay, they're going to be playing that, right? What have I got in my deck that can deal with what mm. I think they're going to be playing? I, when, when they said Metamorphosis 2.0, I was hoping that it was going to be like a three card limit to your <laughs> standard decks or something. So it like makes all oh, of the decks really? slightly. I was hoping it would be something crazy like that because it would just change the game so much. That would and it, because and yeah, so, so all, you, all of your fact, all of the percentage chances of you getting cards like oh, right? you couldn't so bank on stuff. How as much. exciting is that? And that would make Aetherworks Marvel worse because you can only play three Aetherworks Marvel and three Ulamog in your deck. So you can't just all go in hunting on, for it. Yeah. Exactly, you go hunting for that. You card. can't be guaranteed to hit turn four Marvel most games. You can't be guaranteed to hit Ulamog when you spin Marvel. So it makes aggro decks more probably a little worse because you have to diversify your threats but because there's so many cards in standard now it means every pro tour deck will be completely different because you can't just be four of four of four of four of four of four of times nine which is your 36 cards and your 24 lands you'd have to go 13 different sets of three yeah and then all all your lands i think i think that's what gripes me about those sort of decks is when it's just all about one card yeah and you just go digging for it and that's well, that's, that's what I found. That's to be why quite, Marvel was a bummer. That's yeah. why I found it to be joyless. It's possibly the most successful deck I ever played at. To be fair, a rookie tournament, but it was so like I wasn't engaged. Playing the game. Yeah, it was exactly. Like, I'm waiting for my turn to to do the next step of the procedure, not mm-hmm. to actually pay attention to what's happening yep. and play the game. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, it is. That's that's, that's Sphinx's tutelage on um, duels. That I was oh, did you draw Sphinx's tutelage? Guess I lose. Yeah, I just keep drawing. I just keep drawing a hand till I see one. and go right. I'll play that. See if I get into it. If I get another one, great. And I just block everything. And all I'm doing is just <laughs> yeah. going, Nah, you're not playing that. Nah, you're not playing that. Oh, here's the Sphinx's tutelage. Right, start 
drawing cards. Do, 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 do. And that's all you do. And it's just like it's a chore then, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's like why I don't like doing, you know, there's find a word in the word, you know, when those word search, word search things. It's just, it's just a chore. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until you've done it or you just give up. Yeah, it's like Sudoku. I think. All right. Is there any other... Um, yeah, Sudoku is the same. Once you figured out the th- four or five mechanics of figuring out what the numbers are, yeah. it's done. It's just a matter of time until you figure it's a chore, it. Yeah. 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 Uh, any other general? There's so much news. Have we, have we covered it all? We've covered pretty much everything. Oh, we've we haven't talked much about the thriller in Manila. Oh, huh? What? Well, I went three four. I went really bad. Yeah, he okay. did. No, we're not mentioning no, that's, that. There we go. We covered it. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We might. We oh, might have God, a shot. We should have made it a bit like. The thriller in Manila. I did really badly. I'm sorry. The okay. end. end I'm sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will be you. Oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. I totally forgot that. Oh no, yeah, I did real bad. Uh, all right, well, sorry, I'm not trying to rub the sauce. Oh no, it's okay. It's totally, right. totally fine. He's, he's behind in the uh, quizzes, so let's find out I've if you can. You can uh, sour that wound even further. Flavor text. After this, Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor. All right. We've text. Yep. Right, we've we've got a, we've got a theme. Can't tell you what the theme is till we're done. But there is a theme. Use that information so I have to, get to your own advantage. Ni- I have to beat Kai by. Oh, two, yeah. Sorry, but what is it? Six eight. Yeah, six eight. Six to eight. Yeah, I remember that. I'm pretty sure. That's right. Laurie. Tonight's theme is themes. Yeah. <laughs> My mind is the calm in the midst of the storm, and my javelin the lightning. <laughs> That's the guy's voice. Did you get that? It was sort of... He's, a, know, he's a minotaur, right? My mind is the calm in the midst of the storm, and my javelin the lightning. <laughs> Where's that guy from? Armanket is the, is the correct answer. <gasps> yeah. Theme. Spoilers. Um, here's the second flavor text. My stride... Oh, he's got the same voice. <laughs> My stride will break only against the twin points of Hazaret's spear. Oh, he's a very confident young man. Or woman. Uh, My stride will break only against the twin points of Hazaret's spear. My stride. Yes. It's striding merfolk man. <laughs> no, they're all, uh, his, they're all from Armanket, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no merfolk in Armanket. Yes, I know. I, that's what I, I, I don't want to get Unless they live man. in the one river. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, merfolk of the Nile? Uh, sorry, denial. Because it's funnier that way. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the third one is to Hazaret, those who fight for her are her beloved children. Oh, is that it? Ugh. That's it. Oh, yeah. It's not giving away a lot, but there's a theme here. They're all of a particular something theme related. We've got, my mind is the calm in the midst of the storm and my javelin the lightning. I like that guy. He's nice. My stride will break only against the twin points of Hazaret's spear. And then the third one, to Hazaret, those who fight for her are her beloved children. That last one's a right bastard because it doesn't relate to the card at all. I'll give you that much. Oh. I'm looking at it going, what? Yeah, that I was... and yeah, I couldn't even... Hazaret, those who fight for her are her beloved children. I'm up the creek. I just, have, I just haven't looked at these cards enough. Yeah. I've not played yeah. the set enough to be all up in all the things. Oh, well, should, should, I give you, should I give you the theme? Red Minotaurs from Armageddon. Yeah, they're all Minotaurs. Oh. Yes. I, did not, I did not guess a single Minotaur. <laughs> 
Well, you've still got a chance. <laughs> my mind is the calm in the midst of the storm, my javelin, the lightning. My stride will break only against the twin points of Hazaret's spear. And to Hazaret, those who fight for her are her beloved children. Hmm. Okay. All right, we're ready? Warfire Javelinier. What's that? Warfire Javelinier. That's the first one? Yep. Okay. What have you got? Oh, I thought it maybe, like, was Hazaret. Oh, it was it. actual Hazaret. Yeah, spear is the lightning. No. Yeah, this is interesting. Because you're both wrong. Oh, no. Which means that Aaron has to get the next two and you have to get zero. Otherwise, we forget that this quiz ever happened. Oh, dear. Yeah. Get the men in black flag. It is javelinier, but it's merciless javelinier. Oh, the other javelinier. Oh, goodness me. No, he did say javelin. That was what was a clear clue there. All right. This one's more about the picture and the quote, Kai. My stride will break only against the twin points of Hazaret's spear. What do you got? Uh, it's not Manglehorn because it doesn't have flavor text. Um, That's good, good flavor text. Um, I don't know. No, because originally I said it was Jeru, and then I was like, no, he's white card, and he's not. He, he's not he's, on the card yet. Oh, he's not on a fucking it's, card yet. Just, no, he's just that guy who's, yeah, Jeru's yeah. resolved, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, is it going to be like ambitious crop something or other? And it's a Minotaur, but it doesn't have Minotaur in the name. Is it Emberhorn Minotaur? It is Emberhorn Minotaur. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going down to the wire. It's, it's Aaron 7, Kai 8. Oh, People are quaking everywhere. I don't think I have it, though, because the last one is super unrelated. Well, I, don't, I don't have it. I definitely don't have it. All right. Okay. So the last one. To Hazaret, those who fight for her are her beloved children. Uh, let's, let's start with you, Kai. Oh, <laughs> I'm just... Just, well, you know, as, so it's just piss take, so I've just guessed, like, Divine Cuddles. Divine <laughs> Cuddles. All right, so he's laid it down. He's laid it down there open. Currently, he's eight. You're seven, Aaron. You have got to jag a Minotaur out of the... Min- whatever, the, the collective right. noun of Minotaur. Should have rung up my mate who's making a tribal Minotaur deck. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be all over this okay, right now. So, so I think there's two options. Okay. It's either my first answer, <laughs> because right. that one was wrong. Right. But I don't think you would have picked two Javelineers. So the other one with, I know it has flavor text, but I don't, and I don't think it's related. Mm. I think the answer is sure shot Minotaur. Well, that is a Minotaur, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. It, the answer is. No, it's not that, is it? Blood Rage Brawler. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's Kai. He's won, Kai a, won. He's won again. Nice. For knowing about video games, not for knowing about magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Magic scoring video games. Scoring yeah, zero in flavor text. Ay-yo. Still, he just he just got eight in the first round and went, fuck it, that's it. Yeah. My job's done. 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 Mic drop. Tag See the other side of win. flavor text. Win the first, win the first round. Speaking of which, throw the uh, round. Oh, we got hot garbage. Then we got some premonitions about what's coming up uh, in Ixalan and uh, stuff like that. But first that's of all, one premonition. hot garbage. Yeah. Hot garbage. Aaron Graham, what's your hot garbage? My hot garbage is um, the people who update the Wizards website need to get better at accidentally po- posting spoilers <laughs> two weeks before the spoilers start. So we saw a stupid French Nicobolas, and we didn't get any of the excitement of seeing new Nicobolas. It just accidentally got leaked because some dude clicked the wrong button on his computer. Oh, merci. <laughs> I don't know. Merci. Sacrebleu. Sacrebleu, that's it. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Kai Griffiths. Uh, hot garbage. Uh, it's a dead heat tie between uh, Razaketh, uh, what looks like might be the Razaketh art in the fiction, which looks pretty crap, and uh, <laughs> that and just the overall kind of 
oh, everything's gone wrong. We have to drastically change how we release sets again. Sorry. Yeah, and my, my whole garbage was uh, Enigma Drake just because I didn't like getting beaten by it because I didn't know what the hell that guy was up yeah, to. And, then beat me, and it was just a stupid dig out card and play. That was hot garbage. <laughs> Oh man, these caravan rides are wild. Yeah, look at this. I'm riding the back of a camel. Oh, it's sweet. Oh, oh my bandages have come off. That's my zombie disguise gone. <laughs> hey man, just pull up. Pull up, follow that camel over there. I recognize that guy. No, quick. Yep, yep, yep. Hey mate. What are you doing? Hey, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, look, Aaron. I can't escape you. Yeah, do you want to just ride? So should, we, should we keep riding while we have a chat? Is yeah, that all right. All right, keep going on the, on the camel. Um, uh, is that your... Wow, that's a cool little um, ghetto blast you got there. Still playing the same tunes you were playing way back in... Uh, ooh, what was it? Maybe now. Yeah, I'm doing... When we, I'm, when we invented you. What do you, what do you think I've been doing <laughs> Shadow, this last, for the Shadows. last year? I'm, I'm doing my uh, plane-wide tour of... Uh, um, uh, see a flute song. Oh, sick, dude. I love all these uh, groupies that are following in the camel, too. Hey, uh, we, we, we're just about uh, winding up with Armand Care at the moment. Have you got any premonitions when it comes to Hour of Devastation, Ixalan, stuff like that? I'm really excited to read the actual <laughs> things that are going on, but the, yeah. the three gods of Armand that were hidden away oh, by okay. Nicol Bolas when he came to the plane, he hid them oh, away because he? they were so affiliated with him. Okay, how do we know about that? Because if you read the story, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 there were eight gods of Armenkat. We only Ooh. see five. The other three, you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, a silent person over there who is keen for this kind yeah. of thing. I'll just say, that's the, uh, whatever you call a guy who drives a camel. Yeah. Blue, black god, black, red god, red, blue god. Oh, so you're going with the color combinations. Of Nicol Bolas. Oh, I see what you're doing So Nicol yeah, Bolas, yeah. he's the god pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Blue, mm. ah. black Black, red, blue, red gods. Is, is Nicol Bolas going to show up wearing some sick, like, bandage mummy outfit? No, know, he's just going to be wearing his regular look exactly god pharaoh kind Same of as stuff. he did last time. All right, well, yeah. uh, tell us a bit more okay, about these gods. Let's look a little more... Well, I, I don't oh, know. I don't know we... anything about them. It's very hazy. Let's look forward to, to Ixalan. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the aztec We're going to be Atlantis. going a little bit underwater. Yeah. We're going to be... We'll see some... We're going to see some pirates. No, we're not. We are. We are. We're, 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 oh no! It's really? the pirate set. Is this the pirate? The pirates. Pirates. And there are Aztecs. a lot of pirates. Yeah. Okay. So and if you look at Aether Revolt, right? There are three cards that have the pirate subtype for literally no reason. <laughs> oh, okay. There is one in green. Mm-hmm. No, no. There's one in blue called Skyship Plunderer. Is that red one with the monkeys? There's Kari Zev. Yeah. Which is uh, who's a pirate as well. That's That's a stupid there's card. Maybe one other pirate in the set. The only reason that they would print these cards with the pirate subtype when they haven't printed other things with pirates is because they want some cross-block synergy. Pirate god? <laughs> oh, 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 I see. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. pirate god. In yeah, Ixalan. Okay. <laughs> just open. In Ixalan, pirates. Yeah. Pirates. Also. Premonition number three. you got three. Past the gate watching all their shenanigans on Armageddon. They're going to get pretty soundly trounced oh, by, by Nicobolas. Yeah. Nicobolas is going to escape and they're going to... They're going to divert their resources to go and get allies from other planes and like recoup and recover from their wounds. Yeah. Ajani, mm. who we've seen in the story go off on on sabbaticals for he went off shopping before. with Chandra. He, he went out the supermarket. And... He, but before this as well, mm. before he met them on Kaladesh, he was going to Kamigawa. He was going to the different planes to really kind of oh, make right. sense of why Elspeth died and how how they can become more powerful. And then he joined the Gatewatch after. Yeah, it was a mistake. He is going to go to Ixalan to recruit some. Um, 
new blood, and he's going to get old mate Vraska, the Unseen, who's nah. been traipsing around after defeating Jason Ravnica to join their team to defeat Nicol Bolas for some nefarious reason. So that's uh, those are so those are the things that are coming up in Ixalan. Black that's gold, bl- uh, black, black green, green gold yeah. card, bit of death touch. We is got that, a black was, was green planeswalker coming because this is blue green now. There's no pure green planeswalker. Ajani's green oh. white. Let's get a black green planeswalker in there. Oh, Liliana's going to leave because she's sick of that shit after she uh, you know gets yeah, killed. She's, she's, she's going to kill Razakath, of course she is. She's the only cool yeah. one anyway. So uh, you know she's yeah, like hanging in there. Is uh, Chandra gonna like uh, you know get shamed by the other girls in the school oh, the in the playground and you know for not having the right bling and just like, go and have a big? Salt uh, Chandra's for... uh, gonna die. Oh great! Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, oh that sounds tragic. Um, no, I think Gideon's gonna die still. But, you know. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. The future's hazy. I gotta go. Oh, can't believe that. Jeez, he's camel. <laughs> he can really move that camel. No, I'll just give up. Let us go over here and get a beverage. <laughs> This is a bonus segment we've come across uh, so, because we've got some news coming in live why? off the internet about what is it, Kai? Okay. So, 25th anniversary announcement day oh. posted in news on June 14, 2017 by Wizards of the Coast at dailymtg.com. Aaron hasn't so, heard uh, this yet. I've skipped the first kind of intro sentences. Oh, 25th Thanks, anniversary, yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Now the exciting part. What's coming up as part of our celebration <laughs> of 25 years of Magic the Gathering? Watch the video below for more information. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 they've, they've summarised it, though. <laughs> Brave the unknown as you venture to the new world of Ixalan, where all we know so far is that pirate Vraska <laughs> battles <Pirate>. dinosaurs. <laughs> what? Dinosaurs? But oh, do you need anything more? Green. Find out when Ixalan releases September 29. Stake September. your claim on January 19, 2018, as the second set in Ixalan block releases with rivals of Ixalan. Oh. Explorers oh, of Ixalan is an out-of-the-box multiplayer magic experience that challenges you to defeat your opponents along the way as you search for the lost city. Begin your exploration on November oh, twenty-four, twenty seventeen. That's, that's, that's the defeat the Hydra thing. Yeah. Yeah. Again. The art of magic gathering Ixalan will be available January two. We need those bloody. Oh, well, anyway, carry on. <laughs> Jewel decks, Merfolk versus Goblins, which releases November <laughs> oh, tenth, twenty seventeen. No. Pits two of the most recognisable tribes in the history of magic against one another. No. Two ready to play six card decks. Oh, I hate Merfolk. <laughs> from the Vault Transform takes it uh, takes the From the Vault series and well flips it. From the Vault Transform, which releases November 24, 2017, collects 15 of our tra- favourite transforming cards, oh, each with its own story to tell. On shit. April 28... That could be right, it? Transforming cards? There's not that many transform cards. Oh, no. It's oh, just okay. original Innistrad and then Shadows of Innistrad. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a bad that's idea. Bad. On <laughs> April 28, 2018, we look to the past to move forward as we return to Dominaria. <laughs> oh my god! Without life set. Holy shit! I don't, why, As part of our celebration of our 25th anniversary, we will be releasing a 25th anniversary edition Masters set on March 16, 2018. Uh, the product will contain 249 cards from across Magic's entire history, etc., etc., etc. English, Japanese, simplified Chinese. Uh, on July 20, 2018. So we'll, that's, master, that's like modern Masters, but yeah, 25th anniversary edition heard. Masters. Whoa. On July 20, 2018, we once again will be introducing core sets back into Magic. We've got some tweaks to the formula prepared, so look uh, for oh, more, more information as we get closer. This is the one for me. Oh my god, there's more? There's Where, more? This is the last point. <laughs> so much! We're finally travelling back to the wacky world of silver-boarded cards when Unstable releases on December 8, 2017. No the way! The third on set! Oh the third it's unbelievable. Unstable. So this is like unglued, unhinged, unstable. unstable. Holy shit! Ah! 
I never actually thought they were going to do it. <laughs> Oh my god, we actually get to draft a joke set. Oh, wow. oh my god, that's fucking awesome. That is pretty awesome. That's so great. Wow. Nates and Twos. Nates and Twos. Nates and Twos. Nates and Twos. We've actually said tweets and news just before. I know, that's terrible. It feel, you feel dirty after it's you've said it. Times. Yeah. Uh, any general news? Restored news? Anything happening in Good Games World? Uh, good games, well, the Good Games Magic Championship that's always is wrapping first up. Phillips. Uh, yeah, when's that? Uh, end of July is when you stop Need collecting to. your points, and then there'll be last chance qualifiers in August, and then uh, the state champs in September, and then October is PAX. So for right now, get into your local Good Game store. Get as many. Uh, it's the, the yeah the points for the the points are for any. Um, any match you win in anything, yeah, sanctioned sanctioned game. It's gonna like they're gonna crank up. Uh, good games to keep total off for you. You need 100 points, mm-hmm. and you, you qualified for the playoffs, right? Yeah, uh, for the store champs, and yeah. then that will qualify you for the state champs, which will qualify you for the uh, And why are we regionals. doing all this? <laughs> You're getting into... Uh, to win uh, flights to play in the finals in pack, uh, at PAX, and if you win that thing, they will pay for you to go to any Grand Prix in the world, flights, hotel, everything. Yeah. Boom. Pretty cool. Do you get, do you get buys? Hmm? Do you get buys? No. No. no oh, you've already got a flight and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you, like you, hopefully you've played <coughs> enough Magic to have some buys by then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, there's, oh, as always, like uh, t- today we've got uh, Mo has won himself a booster. And he's going to get a, when he writes to us, he'll get a, a Magic. Uh, well, no, he won't get a Hype Magic No badge. He'll get a adver- Seven Line Hand advertising tool or a Charging Badges podcast badge or a Hot Gar badge. My personal favourite from the current range. Um, yeah, so if you... Uh, we didn't really... Well, we named a few people. If you did your question or uh, talked about you at all, uh, write to us at podcast at sevenlandhand.com or particular fan mail, Kai at sevenlandhand.com. Aaron, Aaron at, at sevenlandhand.com. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. Yeah, write in and, um, and, and ask us questions. Make comments. Give us some news. Oh, yeah. Give us some magic news. Send me a nice picture. Yeah. Hmm. Fan I, art? Fan, of me. Fan art. Behind this microphone. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs> stuff. Big black, big black circle with your eyes over <laughs> yeah. top. Uh, for all of June, remember you can win Isle of Sky by leaving a comment on the post. For, oh, you can win Isle of Sky by leaving a, a comment on the post for episode 94. That's at the top of our Facebook page. Where you can play like the Saturday morning quiz of emoji uh, describe your Oh, we've got a good Saturday game. morning quiz coming up. Oh, yeah, we do, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look forward. Good. Saturday morning quiz. Kai, you're doing this one, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's like, yeah, well, tell me what it is later. But I'm, no, he doesn't. I'm trying to work out if episode 100 will be for Return to Dominaria, but it won't be. No, that's coming up soon. That will probably be an, an extra extra. We might. I don't know what we're going to do, but oh, we'll be doing yeah, a live right. video stream, all that sort of stuff, and we'll, we'll have Matt on here as well. So, yeah. Well, who knows what could happen is what I'm trying to say. Um, and, yeah, you can get a 10% discount on File of Sky by dropping in your local good game store and saying, This fell out of the sky! Exactly. Oh, June, that's... <laughs> you missed the second this one. This fell out of the sky! <laughs> I was trying to remember how to do a Scottish accent. This yeah. fell out of the sky! It fell out of the sky! All right, we'll be back. Oh, we're going to be back next week with a flash preview. Next week, uh, I'm, I'm going to be back with Matt doing a flash preview of Hand of Fate, which is currently on Kickstarter. Uh, that's uh, published by Rule and Make um, and uh, designed by a chap called Brantas. 
Well, that is that who, the card game of the video game, which exactly has a card game in it. Yeah, cool. and he was in that very chair having a chat with us not too long ago. Cool. And uh, we've got all that interview to play for you. Um, hopefully, we'll get the game open and have a quick look at it and uh, give you some insight into it. But go check it out on Kickstarter at the moment. It's Hand of Fate from uh, Rule and Make. And on the 25th of um, June uh, in Perth, a Perth supernova between four and five thirty. I'll be talking crap. I mean, creativity. Uh, <laughs> now I'll be joining uh, Alex from Level Up Dice and some other people. I don't know. I don't know all the details at the moment. Mm. But it's just the twenty fifth super, supernova. Per, yeah. Perth supernova between four and five thirty. Be somewhere in there. Uh, wearing wearing the shirt. Wearing the seven hand hey. shirt. Uh, talking about uh, creativity and. Business Indus- and having fun, and, but creativity most of all. That's what I'm. T- that's what my take. I'm taking that into it. Uh, so come along and um, oh, it's going to be yeah. I think there's Alex is doing a presentation, and then it's going to be open to uh, questions from the crowd. So come and ask me some nice questions so I can say something and look like I belong there. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, David, what that, you... that would be really nice. And uh, yeah, I'd um, appreciate your assistance. And join me and Kai on uh, the uh, Seven Land Hand pirate podcast which is going to happen with the release of Exelon. Um, yeah. we're actually going to do be doing board games as well from a little bit of a smaller company they've got a, a game about um, oh, heard of this. Where, where you get like a bunch of like there's there's love cards but then there's hate cards and the hate cards you got to like spread out in your hand it's called fand of hate oh cool yeah yeah, so yeah fan of hate as fan opposed of hate. to hand yeah of fate. hand of fate Different and the game. company that make it yeah they got a horse to have sex with a donkey oh you're gonna ruin my and jokes then, though, <laughs> and then they're gonna and then they're gonna scrape some leaves in the pile then oh. mule and rake oh and so um, it's it's, have you heard hate. as well I, I left all my fishing equipment out in the sun and uh which means i've got plenty of tanned of bait <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on this phone from the royal make podcast which we've got coming up i've got get your ass into line with mule and rake. With mule and rake. They don't listen nobody, to this part. Actual premonition. Nobody's powers. listening to it or watching this part of the show. So, yeah. Mule and rake. Oh, look, the music's playing. That's, that's some good tunes. Bye. Beanie's on. Bye. Right. Good night.